Welcome to the Hypertech Podcast, where we weigh in on the latest in nerd and pop culture hype. We, 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 we are the We're the excited conversation we all have with our friends about the nerdy things we love and geek about. We, we are, are the Hypertech. I am the hype! Time to talk about Star Wars. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. You're fucking nerds. Hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, welcome back to the Hype Attack Podcast. This is Rudy, along with Isaac, Doug, and Jermaine. What's up, Rudy? Howdy. How's it going, everyone? What's yeah, up? Much more sober great. than last week. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, That's hardly saying much. The slur is gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, editing that was a pressure cooker. All I of bet. you guys. Well, no, actually, Jermaine was the, the only good one on that one. Like, he got his ideas across. All of us were like, <laughs> and I, I had the weird sniffer, mic sniffer, echo. Sniffer, sniffer. Yeah, oh, you so, were double handicapped on that one. With yeah, the, the with first the part, the first part was me like drunk slurring, and then hearing my own echo, which slowed me down. So yeah, that, I heard that, that. that. It was just a slow like, I'm talking. Oh God! When I tested your echo. mic. I was like, I, I got this. I'm more sober. And I started talking slow because it was echoing. I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, he's fucked. Anyway. Anyway, so today, emergency emergency podcast, We uh, we're going to get into Ahsoka. Ahsoka dropped. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about Star Wars in general. Ahsoka dropped with style. Oh, yeah. Mm. Multiple oh, times yeah. in that in the show. Um, instead of our usual uh, how do we nerd segment this week, though, we are going to get into some comments that you guys have left. Yay. Yay. Comments. Um, um, on Instagram? I was Yes, on, on our Instagram. I was led to believe that there was a, a few more comments than I actually found when I was in there. I was like, really? That's it? You want me to write some right now? <laughs> so we're going to we have to get out there with the bullwhip and start whipping up them comments. Don't look at me. <laughs> He's the one that went to the, the BDSM bowl. But anyway. I, ball, I, bondage I, ball. Bond, whatever. <laughs> tomato, potato in your butt. I took the dive in there. and uh, So our first comment. From the account Superhero Junkie. Hey! And that was uh, in, What's up? in yep. response to our uh, Wolverine suit post. Uh, he says, oh, it's beautiful. And it's going to look even better with the helmet cow. Mm. I hope we get the helmet cow. Oh, yeah, definitely. And he also thinks we're going to lose our minds when he actually puts it on. Oh. Do you really think that he's going to wear it? Like, I think if they were going to put him in it, they would have put that whole thing in the teaser. In that little... Oh, no, I think they're holding out for that because the fact that Ryan Reynolds has been trying to get him in one of these movies for years, mm. why would they not have him in the mask? That's all I'm saying. I can see him starting off in it or like the big uh, fight with the villain at the end. Like, oh, I need a mask or something. I don't know. I just want to see him pull it over his face and just go berserker barrage. That's all. That, that whole two had to pull from the yeah, cartoon. Just where that, just goes, just oh, man. And then I the claws like come out. There's no reason not to. But exactly. The reason, the reason why I don't know if they'll do that is... Shut your filthy mouth. <laughs> he said it. Continue. <laughs> no, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Let's, I'll finish hear, Let's hear it. Is, uh, is he had sleeves. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say the same thing. Like, I'm hoping at one point he's like, oh, these sleeves are in the way or something. <laughs> like, I, wanted, I wanted to tear off his own sleeves and then pull the pull the cow on. But don't stop at the sleeves there, Jackman. Mm-hmm. Puts a tape measure in his mouth and he's like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, much better. This is fabulous. The, the reason I, I'm not necessarily sure he's going to put it on is because the studios, and we're kind of trusting Ryan, Ryan Reynolds here, but the studios have all the subtlety of, of a giant fucking millet. 
like if if they see something that's going to generate hype, they're let's throw it all out there. That's let's true. give them everything so there's nothing left for the movie. Mm, that's We've true. Been burned by that a couple times. But mm. I do feel I'm looking at you, Warner Brothers. <laughs> I do feel like what they're showing right now is just that behind the scene footage of that particular fight. Yeah, I was gonna say they've at only the Fox re- studio. They've only released like the one image officially, right? Yeah, so Everything that's else it. has been like some asshole with a zoom camera on a hill yeah, somewhere. So we right? don't know yet what what's to come. So we shall see. Well even still, I mean we know what's gonna come. CGI come. <laughs> All of us. <laughs> <laughs> to the but even still, uh I, I've been trying to avoid like set photos and stuff like that because I I want to try to be surprised. And when I saw that they were like, Good luck. I know the internet exists, but also just my like addiction problem. Like, oh, give me, give give it to me, give me all the screenshots and I, or set photos. And I saw them like fighting. Was it the whatever? There's like the the 20th century Fox in yeah. the background. I was like, ah, damn, fuck! Maybe, I wish I would have seen that. People haven't seen that on the Listen to Our Show, and you just ruined it for them too. It's like a virus. If, they, if we've seen it. it, they're gonna fucking suffer. I'm three. Yeah. I'm three for three on spoilers. <laughs> fuck! I'm sorry, guys. We'll yeah, that, that was one that like I think I saw the headline that was like, oh, like you know, more behind the scenes stuff, blah, blah, blah. And like people, I saw people were excited about it, mm-hmm. but I was like, I'm going to try to avoid it. And then, it, you know, it just hit Instagram instantly. It was posted yeah. everywhere. I follow too much nerd stuff to like, that's why I, I was talking earlier before we started this, how like certain movies, I just feel like I have to go see right away. Cause it will get spoiled. Yeah. Anyway, moving on to the next uh, comment. But thank you, superhero junkie. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Speaking of, before we move away from X-Men, okay. um, hand built custom message me. Speaking of X-Men, and he wanted us to do. He wanted us to do a full episode of like talking about what order to watch the X Men movies in, but not in release, but like in chronological. I was like, oh, maybe it's pretty straight. Yeah. And then I started to look into it, and I was like, oh, yeah, it's not. It's not that straightforward. Mm-hmm. I think you start with every movie made by Fox, Searchlight, or whatever the hell they called, and just completely discard those and wait for the new ones. <laughs> <laughs> I still wish New Mutants got uh, another shot. I, I didn't watch that, and I, it keeps popping up in my, like, hey, you might like this movie. And I'm like, I didn't really get a lot of buzz on that one. No, just, there uh, wasn't. It was, I saw it. It was a more. Yeah, I, I just appreciate they were like, hey, we have a superhero thing, and we can go horror. We can do horror. They didn't do it well, but it was still like, okay. I thought you just said, we have a superhero thing, we can go horror. It. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I mean, that, that now too. I need to see it. What's that, that part? Rule? Yeah, what's that rule again? No, it, it the first act said, it, 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 the first act was a suspense horror movie and then everything else after that it just kind of like fell apart we, we can talk about X-Men in another episode oh yeah for sure we can more comments so the order that I put oh. together to watch X-Men and correct me if I'm probably going to be wrong X-Men Origin Wolverine yep. X-Men First Class X-Men Apocalypse X-Men Dark Phoenix X-Men X2 X-Men Last Stand The Wolverine Days of Future Past Logan and the New Mutants, not related to the X-Men storyline. How do you feel about that? That sounds right. Logan would be last. New Mutants was before Logan. You'd be correct. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Right on. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Yeah. So, but yeah, thank you, Handbuilt Customs LLC, for messaging me about that. And there you go. Yeah. On the record. So our, our next comment yep. from uh, Instagrammer Ray Ray Nicole on the time travel episode. She says, nobody wants to mention her favorite time traveler, Hermione. From the Harry Potter series. God damn it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm That's an easy shocked that, that didn't, get up, yeah. didn't get brought up. Didn't they even do like, 
because she time traveled to another. I'm thinking about the the movies. Mm-hmm. She time traveled to another movie or a previous movie. But when didn't they when they filmed that previous movie? They have they had her stick out or no? It was all within the same movie. It was same all in movie. the same movie. Okay, yeah. but they did do that like in the earlier shot that she you could see them like popping like their hand around the corner or something like that in the background. Oh, there was something like oh, that. Like oh, they, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, because they they it's all the um, fuck. I forget the name of all the, the the time travel stuff, but it's like it's basically the same same timeline. So there's no alternate reality, nothing yeah. like no alternate timelines. So it's the same timeline that they're messing with. So it's kind of like it's gonna happen anyways, almost mm-hmm. right. But I've never. I remember seeing seeing somewhere about that where if you look closely enough, like it's in there. Yeah, her hand. Yeah, like they're they're popping around or something like That's something good. like that. I forget. Harry Potter is one of those properties that we're all familiar with, almost in passing a little bit. But like, it's not one of our. It's not one of the, in the upper echelons of our minds. Just in this particular group, I think. Yeah. And I think it deserves a little bit more of a, a look into. But we're gonna have to bring in some who's some that? outside a. I think oh, no, it does. for I that one. Dave's going through, my brother's going through and watching all of the movies right now. I never watched one of the movies in the theaters. I watched everything when it was already said and done. So uh, I was okay. late to the game. I think we, we mentioned this in, a, in an earlier podcast. That it was one of the things where I was like, oh, wizardry and kids. <laughs> and I'm like, and I finally sat and read the books and then watched the movie. And I was like, holy shit, this is, this is kind of next level. So this is where I jump in because I was of the age where I, they were coming out as I was growing up. Yeah. You know, like I was in the sixth grade when the first movie came out in 2001. Oh, that's like perfect time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah, it was like Thanksgiving time. And and as the books came out and I was catching up with those and watching the movies and, you know, yeah, that's like that's my first exposure to like that heavy nerdum. Hmm. I waited in a, a midnight release line for one of the books. Uh, Dan, our friend, uh, was in line to get it. And it was a long line. I think he was just frustrated. He got it and he just like threw it on the ground. He was like, yes, and <laughs> threw it on the ground. And the collective just gasped of everyone at the Barnes and Noble or the Borders. I forget which where we were at. Did you see the video of the guy? Like he, he managed to get his hands on the book and looked at the very end or whatever. And he's like, he was, he's passing by everybody with a bullhorn going, Dumbledore dies. <laughs> and if you haven't, if you didn't know about that, fuck you. I spoiled that one on purpose. <laughs> as far as that guy, I didn't catch a, a Vada Kedavra. Right in his booty hole. Wow. Well, yeah, I had to go there, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Where else would you put it? Leave it for maximum effect. Hey, yeah. man, leave those to Doug. <laughs> <laughs> and moving right along. <laughs> yeah, please. Uh, this next comment comes from our post-apocalypse episode mm. from our good friend, Nikki XOXO. She says she really enjoyed listening to us on this topic. Yay. Thank you, Nikki. Yeah, thank you. We, that, that was one of our weaker episodes, I thought, too, but... Started I mean, off strong, I think. I, that's I, love, one of those, I love all of our episodes, but... That's one yeah, of those ones, it. and I'm not going to say which episodes, you know, he worked his magic on, but that's one of those episodes where Rudy really fucking, yeah, worked his magic. He mentioned it on our last episode about, you know... Yeah, really <clears> fucking <throat> good. Yeah, shut up. Really good. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, yeah, I apologize for... I was spicy drunk. <laughs> I, was, I was spicy last yeah, I do, I a do bit. feel like we do get a lot of like personal comments from people that we know, mm-hmm. you know, that say that they're not big time nerds, but they say that they enjoy listening to us and same and, and that they feel interested or, or interested enough to go check out some of the things that we do talk about. So we do appreciate that stuff. Yeah. Uh, one of our followers, Ruby is a jewel. Uh, it, she, she says, you know, I don't really, uh, follow like any of the nerd stuff that you guys are into, but listening to you guys, 
talk about it with such fervor, it like it makes me want to be more of a nerd. I don't know if she said it like that, but, but yeah, you know, you get it. That's awesome. Yeah, like spreading that uh, that enthusiasm around. Yeah, I dig it. That's why I, I jotted this one down because I, I enjoy comments from people who aren't necessarily you know steeped in that nerd culture, but they hear us talk about a subject and they enjoy it. Like that's a plus for me. I like yeah. that. Oh yeah, when we went to the restaurant uh, for your birthday, shout out to Rick. He was talking to us about that. He, he you know, he was saying, "I, I want to immerse myself in more nerdiness." Yeah, one of us, one, one of us, us. One, one of us, one of us. Put your shirt back on. Doug. Here comes a, a random comment because I don't. It, this wasn't related to the to the post that it was uh, they were commenting on, but user Seek the King says, uh, hey, "Great show as always. Suggestion for show content: spoof movies." i.e. Naked Gun, etc. How do we feel about that? You know what? I'll write it on the board right now. Spoof movies. Like, I, I love a... Uh, I was going to say satire. Ooh. <laughs> do not pull my butt plug out without warning <laughs> next time. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. <that's> tight. <laughs> well, don't <laughs> keep the pen there. I know the jewel of the tip says pull me, but fuck that has permission. You had to get the whiteboard marker butt plugs. This is the sound of a butt plug coming out of Ruby's butt. Man, we need like a tally of how often we bring up butt plugs. Whether it's a Sephiroth butt plug. Oh my god. The last episode we did. We talked about slopping lube off of it. You were talking butt plugs. You were talking butt plugs in relation to like advertising my little movie podcast. Oh, because you had said something. Oh, you were plugging. You were plugging that's it. And no, true. and then I said, butt plug it. Yeah. And then I, That's a trigger word for me. I might. <laughs> oh, but the detail you I might No, I might have cut that part because I don't remember hearing it nope. when I listened back. Mm-hmm. But I remember suggesting that they be your face on, on the tip. <laughs> so that, that's the part you can see just creeping out between the cheeks. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't want that to be a confirmation for our, like, pod art. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, that was that was all the, the oh, comments you fit to be fit to be mentioned here. Different emojis so they match your happy face. And <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. It'd be a straight face, <laughs> happy, sad, like whelmed. Yeah. So going back to that comment, spoof, spoof movies, parody movies, and stuff like parody, that. Parody, yeah, I could not yeah. think of the word. I'm like, he said spoof, and it just wiped my head. I'm like, yeah. aren't they called something? Parodies, like, yeah. Uh, oh, dude, oh, there's a yeah, there's a lot of good ones. Anything Parody. from the Wayans brothers? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, you know the originators, not no, the originators, no, no, no. but Naked Gun, the originators, yeah, Space of, Gun, of, Hot Shots of the stupid spoof movies, the the not another teen movie, the that those ones, like the the start of the, that series, yeah, is amazing from them. Yeah, we'll cover that. So thank you. Uh, what is what was what his, was the uh, name? Seek the King. Seek the Kings. What was the name of that 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 martial arts uh, spoof movie? Uh, <gasps> Kung, Kung Pao into the fist. Have you guys seen that movie? Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. we went to go watch that in theater. I used oh, to yeah. quote that movie left and right. <laughs> Holy movie. shit! I still quote that fucking movie. That movie got me in the beginning, <laughs> oh, man. When that baby was <laughs> rolling down the hill, oh, so and then, cute. oh, so cute, and just kept devastating. Rachel that to this day, stomach plug back there. <laughs> to this day, Rachel cannot buy Neil Sporn. <laughs> nah, 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 Neo. <laughs> nah, 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 Sporin. <laughs> mm. <laughs> like she just stopped buying it after that. She's like, no, I can't with you. <laughs> We're doing, we're doing spoofs. We're totally doing yeah, spoofs. That was the time. That uh, was the time. But yeah, those are uh, those are the comments. And as always, keep 
keep them coming. Oh, yeah, yeah. Man. keep them coming. We keep we'll, uh, you get featured on the on the podcast, and we will answer you. Yeah, we'll comment you so hard. Comment and also give us show suggestions. Or like yeah. Doug always says, we love conversation and keep the conversation going. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I remember what I say all the time. <laughs> that that tagline should be on a shirt. I remember what I say. What's Doug's face down? Mock it up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I did. It's the, a, what to keep the conversation going? No, it's it says. <laughs> it says it's all. a really good movie. <laughs> no, I like those too. Like, yeah, and, you, know, you make all those, and eventually, I'm, I will have them made. <laughs> you got it, buddy. I love merch. Oh, and can we mention that today is your official birthday? Yes, today is my ah. official birthday. I'm officially old. <laughs> we were just kind of mock celebrating it over the last uh, podcast. I mean, we're all old every day. We're as young as we're going to be. Mm. Yeah, he shares a birthday with Kobe Bryant. Uh, Is that right? Kobe! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, me, greatness was born on, on this day. Well, happy birthday, buddy. Love you. Thank you. Um, and Kobe got back. For, for my birthday, you didn't say it back. I got a, for my birthday, I got a, a, a few very nice gifts. Yeah. Um, one I would like to highlight right now is currently hanging over here to my right. It's a crazy dildo. This, and a Sokotano clone trooper helmet. That's fucking great. And Who got that for and, you? And that's what we call a Segway. Ah, oh. look at this guy. Ahsoka, the series. I didn't watch Love it. Love it, hate it. I didn't watch it. First two episodes. It's Let's great. fucking get into Loved it. it. Loved oh, it. man. Loved so, it. Good. so good. I'm so good. glad they gave us two episodes because <laughs> the way the first episode oh. ended, I, I'm Oof. not going to say anything right now, but I was like, you mother. Oh, no, 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 no. You got to give a spoiler no, warning? No. We'll put the spoiler warning. But fuck them. We've seen it. Yeah. yeah. Everyone else go fuck themselves. <clears throat> but hold on. Let me, let me be the one to... Spoiler warning. Here. Imperial spoilers have entered the base. Imperial spoilers have entered the base. Cool. Okay, it's all settled. But yeah, the... Yeah, I'm absolutely tickled that we got two episodes to start with. This mm-hmm. is supposed to be the the longest of the shows, actually. We're supposed to get, like... I don't know. It was it was a, like an insane number. It was, like, 20 episodes. Can I... Can In I, one season? Yes. I can I comment... I was going to say Andor got like 12, right? We have to, I'll have to look that up. But yeah. yes, it was like an insane Sweet. number of... Can I comment on what Jermaine was alluding to? Go right? ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, um, Flesh it out. Character name? Ahsoka. Sabine. No. Sabine. Sabine. Miss Ren, if you're nasty. Okay, Sabine gets fucking... <laughs> and I am. ...tagged with a, a lightsaber. Oh, yeah. Where's justice for Qui-Gon Jinn? <laughs> the fuck? No, that was off the midline. Darth yeah. Maul was aiming for his fucking his his center line and his spine. They fucked his hey, shit up. Hey, I stand corrected. I sit corrected. I'm not standing for the First show. First of all, Qui-Gon did the whole like I'm done. No, he got he got cremated. Qui-Gon got cremated. Oh, that's Are you right. standing that's for right. Qui-Gon? Okay, sorry. Um, <laughs> not not that I'm the biggest Darth Maul stand, but that fool knew how to penetrate a body. Jesus. I <laughs> said fucking let he, Doug do those. He knew where to no, put I'm it. Fine. He knew where to put it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking wrong. See, this is what happens. Mm. It's only eight episodes. Oh, what the oh fuck? Oh my goodness! You done? Oh. No, that's kind of Mia. disappointing. I, I mean, hopefully that means that these are going to be like some good meaty episodes. They're going to kind of get to it because Andor, <laughs> Andor was twelve episodes, but there was certainly like I didn't those even look fillers. at the episode list. Yeah, uh, some fillers. There was yeah, some fillers are just kind of slow, slow spots. I don't know if any episode was a filler, but like there was definitely <laughs> filler sorry. scenes. Nothing compared to the Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> even even the, the latest season of Mandalorian. I was stabbed with the lightsaber. Yeah. I was like, Argh. well, so that's that's one of uh, the things that I, I am excited about with 
um, Ahsoka versus Mandalorian, which I, I love the Mandalorian, but you know, they're kind of meandering episodes, which is fun. We're exploring this, this area of uh, mm-hmm. Star Wars. But one, I didn't see a fucking desert, thank God. Oh my God. And <laughs> yes, I, this is one I mean, of the things was, that like stood out. Was like, there was dirt. Finally, no yeah. desert. Yeah. God no damn it. Oh, but you yeah. guys are missing out. Let, wait. Hopefully, I didn't mishear somebody, but when it, when it started, we got the scroll back, didn't we? The uh, yeah, it was like red. It was different. Yeah, it was yeah. A different. But it was a lazy man. Scroll. We didn't used to get those in the other ones, but I remember they said that they were going to start to bring those back. Yeah, but Clone Wars had them too, right? So I feel like it kind of fits with Ahsoka's character. I okay, I'm. I don't know if I'm remembering it right, but didn't Rogue One have that that same red font? It wasn't red. <clears throat> but I remember it was just like a block of text. Yeah, one Rogue- of them was a block of text. It must have been Rogue One. We'll have to double check that. Remember, don't quote yeah. us. I, I didn't take Google any. It. I didn't take any notes, but I, I, I did watch uh, Ryan Airy from Screen Crush. Like fucking that motherfucker came out with like mm-hmm. the Easter eggs. Mm-hmm. You know, his oh, I meant video. to watch that too before we started. Like, yeah, and he he had that, and, and like he covered some, and and I barely retained some stuff. But apparently, like the the whole red font thing is alluding to uh, rebels. Mm. Yeah. A, a lot of stuff. Hell, there's even like when when uh, Sabine is like touching the mural and oh, that yeah, whole yeah, scene. Yeah. That's that straight mm-hmm. from the cartoon. Yeah, that whole scene was yeah just shot for shot from the cartoon. Which I, that that's the question that uh, I, I'd asked you guys before we started was uh, I'm really curious for someone who hadn't watched the cartoon at all, like what it was like watching. Surprise, surprise, that would be me. But oh, yeah, you know I thought you did, but you watched Bad Batch. I watched, Bad, uh, yeah. I watched Bad Batch, and I was meaning to watch, like, you know, someone on whatever social media was saying to watch this, that, and the other episode of Rebels, and then you kind of know what's going on in mm-hmm. Ahsoka. And and I have done some, like, mild research here and there, because I don't want to be completely out of the know. Um, but that being said, I didn't watch those episodes. I am I'm happy that uh, these two episodes of Ahsoka did give a little, like exposition here and there and for those like me who don't know a lot about it or like my wife who hadn't done any research or know anything mm-hmm. about that and so she you're still able to you know follow the storyline yeah. yeah they didn't bust all the exposition all over your face it was just you know light uh, here and there but didn't they you're say able to rub it into your, your thigh they <laughs> say uh that if you didn't watch all of rebels that you can just watch season four, season four, or whatever it was. Yeah, season four was certainly where they set up a lot of this. I think I yeah. tried to pile drive Rachel through season four, and she <laughs> she couldn't do it in the week. So I ended up going through some recap of videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, Screen Crush did a, a, yeah. a thirty minute one on that that we sat there and watched. So she she was like, you know, like the Matrix. She, I plugged her in and downloaded all the <laughs> info, and she's like, I know Ahsoka. <laughs> yeah, but they they did a, a, a well enough job. I think explaining a lot of the stuff that, you know, even if you hadn't watched it, Ezra, Ezra was probably the one that they're like, if you didn't know anything about the cartoon, you'd be like, who the mm-hmm. fuck's this Ezra guy? Yeah. As far as like who he is, they don't, which leads me to the next thing, right? Although they're they they did uh, inject the, the exposition exposition for those who hadn't watched rebels, they still didn't have like overly done unnecessary dialogue. You know, and I say it ad nauseum, it's a whole d- show, don't tell. Mm-hmm. And they let the actors, great cast, they let the actors 
act. They let them like show the emotion along with like the, the musical score and everything like that. They let all of it play out. And so although someone's not saying what is happening, why they're upset or whatever, they're showing it. And it felt the show like just in those two episodes, it felt like a, com- a completed thought. It felt complete. You can feel the the tenseness between certain characters. Yeah. Even if you didn't, you know, watch the cartoon. Yeah. You you can feel that this group was close and that they were together and, you know, exactly. something happened and they were separated, but now they're kind of forced to get back together and, you know, get the ba- get the band back together, mm-hmm. figure this thing out, what they need to do. And it just worked for the characters. Like I said, you just felt, you know, this thing between these characters and you're just like, it's real. And I and, think, yeah, good. Oh, on that point about the band getting back together, I think it's mm-hmm. important to discuss timeline here. The cartoon took place before Rogue One. Mm-hmm. So before the very first movie, before episode four, mm-hmm. Rogue One, the cartoon kind of led up. Um, and actually their ship, Ghost and Chopper, and I think Hera is mentioned in Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Uh, they took part in that bot- battle over Sif? Scarif. Scarif. Um, but uh, so it's, it's been some time. You know, since we saw them in the yeah, cartoon yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. where they're at now. And I thought that's kind of an interesting thing to see how much they've grown. And obviously, like, hair as a general now. And what did you guys feel? How did you guys feel about uh, the last scene in uh, the second episode that was pulled from the cartoon? Or like, uh, uh, oh, know, like Sabine the whole walk the out, mural, the, yeah. the whole mural and the walking out and stuff. Because from what I understand... It made one think that like it was at a diff- different timeline or different point in time. Well, because the cartoon ended with like a time jump, mm-hmm. like they had beat Thrawn uh, in the battle, and then yeah, they I think they they go through episodes uh, four, five, and six and like to the the end of the Battle of Endor and the defeat the defeat of the Empire, mm-hmm. and then what everyone kind of split off to do after that, and this is kind of picks up in that same in that same space. Speaking yeah. speaking of like you know you put the air quotes on the defeat of the empire allegedly right <laughs> don't you love the way that they sort of show how like cocky the the uh, republic the new republic has been I I love how much they're showing how cocky they've been I'm show I love how much they're showing like uh, we've talked about this before in the last hour's episode how uh, the bureaucracy really didn't change because yeah. it can't I, I mean like I, I appreciate how much they explore the massiveness of a galaxy yeah and the idea of running Mm -hmm. either a republic or an empire like it's going to be hard and so this idea that you know the new republic has to bring in old imperial agents and imperial like workers to work for them and just trust trust they're gonna like go along with it i'm like most people like say we had a regime change in the united states but they kept everything mostly the same would we even notice like without without like a wholesale like stripping of rights yeah. Like if it was just, you know, ideals at, at the very, very top that didn't really trickle all the way down to the rest of us, like, would we care? Yeah, I think that I think, I think there'd be like uh, maybe sections of, of it. And, and I'm thinking more in the Star Wars world, but because mm-hmm. they talked about it in, God, I think it was that episode of Mandalorian when they were on Coruscant. There was like mm-hmm. the, the upper elites that yeah, were like, I, I, oh, I, was, not I thought it was Empire Andor. Anymore. You're right. It's, it's a, not the Empire anymore. Yeah. Um, it's the Republic. It's like, oh, it's all the same. Like your upper elites probably wouldn't care, especially like on Coruscant. Um, but there would there would probably be some sections that would feel it. But yeah, you're right. I mean, like workers would probably just keep on keep on working. Because I think it, I, I, I can't cite any specific episodes, but I think it was it was a combination of, of uh, some episodes or just Andor entirely, and that one um, 
the Coruscant episode of The Mandalorian where they really kind of talked about like the ex-imperialists and and at one point they just go I think somebody said like look I'm getting three square meals I don't care who it's coming from you know at a certain level like you don't care yeah. you know yeah you, you know in, the, in like the original trilogy you're following like you know the whole uh, Skywalker saga but everyone else below a certain level like kind of doesn't give a shit you know and they and they sort of like cover that as well in in uh, the like it was the second episode of Ahsoka. I mean, let's just start the coolest thing right off the bat when Ahsoka like brushed the dirt off that like symbol, and then the, the trailers had already shown that she did like the circle thing to go through, but I did mm-hmm. not notice that she like threw him in the ground and like oh, forced, you didn't see force twirled it to quote uh, Doug, hot yeah hot. <laughs> I was watching, that was good. I was watching that, and when she started doing the the brush off. I was really expecting her to just be like, to like do a little force slap and Same. like, yeah, 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 like that would have been that would have been cool. And then she stood up and did that. That's how I was like, all right, okay, okay, I see you. You know what that was? When I saw that, I was like, oh, that's Kate Beckinsale from Underworld. I love that. Oh yeah, yeah, that is perfect. I love that. And subsequently, MythBusters. Oh yeah. But but before we even. Jump to that scene. I just like the beginning. the The tone was set when you had the two uh, "quote unquote" Jedi's that oh yes went aboard the ship. I was like, I know. He said, "Let's call their bluff." I was, I was like, <laughs> "You was about to unalive yourself." From what I saw, that was a parallel to I think a New Hope, and I mean even like the way that the the ship was docking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so that I I love those callbacks. I just like the fact that. In this universe, this type of world set up that you could legit have two force users just go on a ship and just wreck house and man and damn near nobody could do anything about mm-hmm. it. Which I think you know because we've discussed before, um, like the jet. Not I'm, I don't think on the show, but like the Jedi Council might not have been the best people around. <laughs> Definitely a little cocky, and and but you see the power of force users with mm-hmm. lightsabers and how they can take out a ship just two of them and i could kind of understand the idea of like someone being like we need to form some sort of school and and control or keep people like making sure they're fighting mm-hmm. for the right cause because mm-hmm. yeah force user and mercenaries because i mean they still haven't really established like if these guys are i mean they, they've got the orange lightsabers so definitely sith like but mm-hmm. it sounds like they could just be mercenaries for the witches i think you were the one that said it though that it's not orange lightsabers although we thought at first it was orange lightsabers it was more of like a callback to the way that it was sort of it oh looked, yeah one of these guys said it yeah. It looked orange so technically i do right. have two things one of them is a is a theory and then the other one because the witches aren't here, mm-hmm. do you, oh, I want to talk about. Are that we too. gonna get Asajj back? Fuck, who's gonna I, I, I can't remember where they where they landed with their character if she died or not. Is it Asajj Ventress? Asajj Ventress. All right, enlighten me. Oh, she was a, right. a force sensitive witch of Dathomir, which is the the. I got main, that much. Yeah, yeah, the whole force witches. So they're like a coven of witches that kind of use like a certain aspect of the force, uh-huh. but it's more their own magics that they kind of weave into it. But Asajj Ventress was. Steeped, she's you know from that culture, steeped in, the, in those magics. But she was get him, Rudy. She was a powerful force sensitive who tried to. I think she tried to kill. No, she was in some kind of arena with Count Dooku, and <laughs> she went through the. Spooky she Dookie? went through. <laughs> she went through everyone <laughs> in that Dookie. arena 
and proved herself to Count Dooku. And I'm sorry, it's Count Dooku. I just call him Count Dooku. So he took her on as an apprentice and he trained her, um, but he didn't like you know give her the the full Sith mantle. She just more like a Sith assassin, okay, as opposed to a full Sith lord. Yeah. So during the whole Clone Wars, she's running around doing his business, and like towards the end there, she kind of she breaks with him. They they have their falling out with the the rest of the witches of Dathomir, the Night Sisters, and she I mean, she goes her own way. She pops up in a few cartoons and stories. I don't know how her story wraps though. I would love to see her in live action. I need that. In the Star Wars Survivor, Fallen Order, and, and Survivor, there's more Night Sisters out there that, when they crushed that little coven, there were, were survivors of that too that kind of went out into the galaxy and did their own thing. Was was she the one that uh, uh, that gave Anakin the uh, scar, or is that, or am I mistaken? I don't know if if that's canon canon because that happened in the. The Clone Wars mini cartoons, yeah. the minisodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in and that that's how he got the scar. Oh, okay. Um I I love how much Star Wars just gets so much more uh fun and, and detailed and all these different factions and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like once you get go beyond the trilogy stuff. Mm-hmm. And and it's cool because the trilogies work, here's here's a fucked up family doing fucked up things. You go beyond it and there's so much more yeah. with mm-hmm. the story of the Mandalorians and, and the sisters and, and all this stuff. Well, like you say. World, world building, building. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> yes. Uh, but They're also, doing it, Peter. we slept. Count Dooku. Right I mean, I love that opportunity to say Dookie, but I mean, <laughs> it's Christopher Lee. He he had my respect. <laughs> the master. He legit had my respect, and Jermaine will feel me on this because he makes fun of this shit every time we watch episode three. There is a scene where he they get to the the chancellor in the ship. He's been kidnapped, and they they turn around and face off. And Count Dooku's on a a little balcony, like he walks in. And he does the most ridiculously oh, the flip thing, yeah. The most ridiculously uh, CG flip I've ever yeah. seen in my fucking life. And, and Star it Wars is known for this. It makes me want to throw the fuck up every yeah. time I see it. I'm like, oh, and I, I can't defend it. And fucking Jermaine's always like right there in my face, like, "What was that? What the fuck was that?" <laughs> but it's just one of those things. He just couldn't walk down the steps. He had to flip his old ass over. I blame Lucas on that one. Remember oh, I yeah, talked Lucas. about like I rewatched the the, the prequels yeah. and like he's like CGI, it's a thing, yep. and then like fucking really went. You know, hard but, on but it. which I, I I don't go ahead. I don't mind it. It just looks off. But yeah, if I had that force ability too, don't get me wrong, I would probably do the same thing. Like especially if I'm old, you know, like that too. Yeah. But <laughs> it's just one of those things. You know, we're just looking at it. You're like that's supposed to be oh, menacing. Man. Going back to the sequels and, and exactly what we were talking about, like mm-hmm. like powers that are sort of like um, were shown and then never revisited ever again. Mm-hmm. When Ahsoka is running from the explosion, also those droids had some fucking powerful explosions. Oh yeah, all of the predators. I was just thinking that. Too. Like goddamn, and she's running from it. I'm like, force run, force run, force run. <laughs> she might not be able to do it. She, she hasn't unlocked running. it she's, in the. Uh... She's running faster than <laughs> I could. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> She, she hasn't unlocked it in the skill tree yet. She's got to level up a bit. Hooray! Run faster! Okay. <laughs> totally gross, but I was going to say, man, you could use the force to hover over a public toilet <laughs> so you don't have to actually sit down on it. <laughs> she brought up how you just use the force. Now I'm going to so get down, down on it. Dump. Get down on it. <laughs> I'm just saying. No, nope, my tendrils got in the thing. <laughs> but but going back, I mean, like, I don't want to defend the um, the prequels too much with the overuse of CG. But I can understand Lucas, you know, creating this whole idea of Jedi Knights and the Force mm-hmm. and blah blah blah. And 
than getting the technology to show it. Yeah. And not and just being excited, like, look, I can show this old man doing a flippy flip, mm-hmm. because you know, with this technology, let's do it. And like, I I understand the urge to do it, but <sighs> and and not to go too down the rabbit hole. Did you guys like or not like Yoda flipping around? Oh, I loved I loved that scene when it first came out. One after watching that boring ass movie. <laughs> For so long, yeah, and then to get <laughs> get that ending—that yeah. is my least favorite I, of the Star Wars movies. Yeah, well, I remember le- that was two. two. I remember leaving it thinking it was awesome because we it, it ended with the beginning of the Clone Wars and that scene, and then like I, I think I went to watch it again in the movie theater and was just like, oh my god, can we get? Yeah, yeah, sounds horrible. Yeah, can we get? Okay, <laughs> yeah, get okay, it, let's get, get to the from stuff. there to mm-hmm. Geonosis. And yeah, the, you know the big blow up at the end was. Was a walk, but how'd you, you uh, Rudy and Jermaine? Did you guys like Yoda flipping around? I didn't mind it. I mean, it's just one of those things. Like I said, I don't hate <laughs> that Count Dookie did that. <laughs> it's just one of those things. Like I said, it just looked, a, you know, a little bit off. It's not that I hate it. It's just one of those things. But for me, seeing Yoda do it, I can believe it more with Yoda doing it. Than him, but it's just one of those things. Like I said, like, I didn't mind it. Later on, when you see Grogu doing that, I was like, "That's fun." Um, but also, <laughs> real quick, I think in Episode One, they had someone had alluded to like, "Oh, and a master swordsman like Yoda." Mm-hmm. Someone had said, Anakin says that, yeah, to, to Obi Wan. <clears throat> he was like, "If you spent as much time with your piloting, with your lightsaber training, you'd you'd rival uh, Yoda." And he's like, "I thought I already did." Yeah, it's like only in your head, motherfucker. And I remember, <laughs> I remember hearing that that moment and thinking, like, Yoda's a master swordsman. I always pictured him as a hardcore mm-hmm. force user because mm-hmm. we've talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah. Jedi have your humor rubbed off on me, and I'm like, What does that mean? He's got a big dick. <laughs> God damn it! Take this seriously. It's Star Wars, that's baby. Not, that's not you think about Yoda's stick. dick now? Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I said the cane. Don't cross the same. Don't cross the same. Yeah. If he didn't have the cane, his dick would make him fall over. <laughs> That's fucking canon now. <laughs> that was a canon event. Just having everyone. You feel yeah, the fucking shockwave go out of the universe? Uh, Yoda walks with this fucking cane because that big dick energy is just too much. What's Yoda's girl's name? To handle. So you got that bottle? Did you just check out like a champ? Spinner? Uh, yeah. Four spin? I think. <laughs> I just saw something about. It. I think Yaddle's dead. I saw that too. Yeah. Like a comic book or something. Yeah. No, Yaddle died in the, the the cartoons. The new cartoons that came out with Ahsoka's her her birth, her childhood birth. The new the Tales of the Jedi. There you oh, go. Oh, yeah. Where they have those yet? God where, damn it! Where it had Count hmm. Dookie with the young. Uh, oh, spoilers! Spoilers, oh, Doug. Okay, because there's there's <laughs> that, that there's that story in the Ahsoka story. Yeah. In that, and oh, you haven't watched those yet. No, you know, I think, um, I yep. think you no, guys this podcast watching, is over. You so guys were gonna... watching um, uh, one day while I was playing games in the game room. So I think I like caught glimpses of it. Mm-hmm. And I was always like, oh, I need to go back and watch it. But then like, I think they were like releasing a lot of Star Wars stuff at once. Because I think Bad Batch was cut, like, around, mm-hmm. like, so there was so much. I think I just kind of got lost in, in it all. No, no, I was Galactus, baby. I was consuming <laughs> everything, everything. I hunger. Sorry, Galactus uh, is a trigger. Now that I play Marvel Snap, I hate that card. <laughs> so you say it now. I'm just motherfucking Galactus. <laughs> Throw my phone across the room. To answer your question, yes, I did. Uh, I did dig Yoda jumping yeah. around because how else would someone like that fight? 
I don't know. And he looks like a damn frog. I mean, that, that's <laughs> George Lucas, for all of his genius, is a very simple man. He's like, he looks like a frog. Make him jump. Make him jump. Oh, um, I love it. Make him jump. Hold on. Before we, we move off sure, yeah. the CGI and all that stuff, there's a YouTube channel called Star Wars Analyst where he has, un- well, I don't know if he's uncovered, but the original lightsaber coordinator for the prequels, Nick Gillard, I believe is his name, he has behind the scenes where he choreographed all these duels for the original stories that scenes that George Lucas wanted to film. And for whatever reason, he changed it in the middle or they ran out of time or whatever. But he has like the original stunt previzzed fights up there. And from what those were to what we got in the actual movies, it's fucking trash. No. Yeah, I think I've seen one of them. Well, like I'll I'll show you some videos later or I'll, I'll shoot you guys the links, but the fight between Anakin and, and Dooku in the beginning of the movie was, was way more vicious. Yeah. Fuck. Um, it told more of a story. Yeah, Obi-Wan versus the uh, General Grievous's Magna Guards was supposed to be longer than him just being like, you know what? F, F these droids and drop to, you know, a 10 ton anvil on them. Mm. Like just the the Palpatine versus Mace Windu, it was a whole different movie. Why do you F, think they did they that? The, just George Lucas, man. I mean, he, he was constantly pushing the envelope of what he could do, and he asked for these great things, and then maybe some of them didn't quite fit with the story he was trying to tell. So he just kind of mm-hmm. leveled everything down. Oh, there, but speaking of There duels, might have been time restraints, too. I mean, back then... That's it, it, it could have been any number of things, but yeah. we got what we got. But speaking of duels, like, I really like those hardcore Star Wars fans that literally watched these movies and... I believe it was when Anakin was fighting Dooku, the the choreographed fight that he had with Dooku. Someone said that he tried to do that same fighting style with Obi-Wan because he beat Dooku with that. And it's just one of those things, you know, like you you really have to be, you know, someone that's loves movies, loves Star Wars, because I've watched these movies a lot and I never sit there and analyze the fighting style to say, oh my yeah, God, like he's frame using the same thing. style. Yeah, and it's one of those things. Yeah. But that's cool that that it's in there like yeah. that, you know, because he defeated this person, you know, Anakin, you know, in his head, he's, I'm going to use this style to try to take out Obi-Wan. And it's the same thing with <clears throat> my boy Darth Maul. <laughs> like, it's just one of those things, you know, he killed Qui-Gon with this certain style, so he tried to use it again on, on Obi-Wan, and Obi-Wan was ready for it, and it was just one of those things. I like those little moments in Star Wars when you find out because it wasn't the thing that 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 I noticed. But the Darth Maul one, I, I, I do say I noticed that one more because of when he tried to headbutt him with the his he pulled out his Trump his Trump move, yeah, his, yeah. his finishing movie. He's like, Oh, I'm gonna skip right and for I all this like, shit. Mm, skip right to the mm, coup de gras. Yeah. And but that's that's one detail for oh, me, yes. anyways, about Star Wars that I really like that they put in there. You know that they sprinkle throughout the S- movie. Similarly, um, Ray uh, in Episode Seven, she when she got the lightsaber finally at the end, she was using it similar to a staff. Like mm-hmm. she was doing a lot of jabbing, mm-hmm. and I, I noticed that because they had established earlier that she yeah. defended herself constantly mm-hmm. with that staff. So it was kind of cool. Same idea. Yeah, she was used to fighting with the staff. She grabbed a lightsaber. She fought with it like a staff. Yeah, those are those. See. And, with comics or even like books, that's one of the details that I think you can have that inner monologue for certain characters yeah. that, that that if you're reading, you know, a comic book or or even a story, you would hope that they would put that in there 
And in a movie, it's just one of those things that you have to pick up. Yeah. Really, really oh my God. Ready. One of the <laughs> to, to speak to that, um, the novelization <laughs> for for episode three, mm-hmm. when they're when Anakin and Obi Wan are fighting Dooku, it's it's Dooku's inner monologue. He's like setting up his tactics. He's like, fucking Obi Wan likes to do that that high flipping shit. He's like, I have this form ready for that. So as soon as he goes over my head, like I'm gonna hit him. Anakin likes the 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 power snatch moves and all that stuff. And he's like, I know how to counter that with with this one. He's like, I'm ready. And as they're going, he's like, these motherfuckers aren't doing what they're. He's like, they switched. Like in his head, he's like, he's analyzing the fight as they're going. He's like, he's doing what he's doing. He's doing like they learned whole new forms to, to throw me off. And like that shit was cool as fuck. And also in uh, the sequel movies with uh, Ray and uh, Kylo Ren, I don't know if you guys noticed, Kylo Ren has when he's fighting with his red lights everywhere when he's using the dark side, he has his power like it's power stats, power. Power activation, like mm-hmm. big swings, but when he gets the blue lightsaber and he's fighting the Knights of Ren, he goes from that to high flying light, like very quick, like oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. shit's going, like he's like, like he's instead of being rooted and like just forcing his way through it, like he, you see him change his stance, like he goes back to his like light side like, training, like it's almost like Avatar, like you know certain certain nations in Avatar have certain stances and they fight certain ways. Well, do you think Kylo was literally forcing it? I mean, his whole character was kind of like, I think deep down he was light side and that's who he was. And then like he wanted to be that edge lord. Uh, he was using his, his dark emotions to feel yeah, his, his he like, wanted yeah. to be like, yeah, I want to, I want to be this guy. Like he's, cause I, he I wanted think, to be Vader so bad. I so. think that was a very conscious change and the change back that yeah. day, mm-hmm. at least to me. Speaking of the Knights of Ren, do you think that um, Balin Skull is was a Knights of Ren? That's a, a theory that's going around. I don't know. Well, because, I mean, Kylo's story with the Knights of Ren would still be, what, like 10, 20 years after this point? Mm-hmm. Isn't there like, there's like a 30-year gap, I think, between Return and... Yeah, but the Knights of Ren were... And I'm, once again, I don't know everything about it because it was a, an offshoot of the comics. But the Knights of Ren were a thing before Ben Solo. Oh, and they like picked so, him up. And like they, I think he kicked their leader's ass and, you know, assumed command of them. Okay. Then I, ho- I hope they bring that in. Because mm-hmm. that, that is certainly something that they never wrapped up. I mean, other Which than like comics. Brings us all the way back to the. Ahsoka. Because yeah. they, 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 um, the name of the droid. Hu Yang. Hu Yang. Hu Yang, right? <laughs> Voiced by David Tennant. Oh my God. Which I didn't I know. Fucking that, love it. Which I didn't know that before. And I'm listening to it and I go. It's fucking David Tennant. I, <laughs> I saw that shit in the credits. And I was like, "Fucking give it to me." I didn't know that he voiced him in the Rebels. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, anyway. so so when um, uh, Ahsoka has uh, Hu Yang do the uh, research on the, the lightsabers, the the yes, 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 and it's uh, she he recognizes Balin's skull as like he built that, but as a Jedi. Mm-hmm. How do you guys feel about that? That he was once a Jedi and then. Went. I mean, has it been established, Seth? I like it. Okay, okay. So remember when I said I had two things? Mm-hmm. Sure. Get so, so my second thing is, this is just me just th- throwing something on the wall because of uh, what was it? Episode two of Ahsoka when she fought the uh, Inquisitor. Mm-hmm. So didn't didn't Ezra dabble in like dark side? He, I wouldn't say dabbled. But he he got kind of close to Darth Maul and like became his apprentice mm-hmm. yeah, for yeah, for yeah, a time. Yeah. I think it's just that's a thing that every Jedi goes through with having to control their anger. And, and the, he didn't have like a very 
solid example mm-hmm. of controlling your anger. So he, I think he told the line more than, you know, a regular Padawan would mm-hmm. under a very strict teacher. So, so because of the whole thing, you know, with Thrawn and, and him and, you know, this, the, this whole crew and the, you know, the, the band getting back together. Do you guys possibly think that that Inquisitor could be possibly Ezra, you know, uh, tagging along with these guys trying to pinpoint Thrawn? But but because because she said that this dude was a Jedi before and he built that lightsaber. So in in my mind, you know, because that because that was established in the story, you know, that they're showing that that this Jedi, you know, became this, you know, gray Jedi or whatever you want to say he is. Could could it be possibly Ezra is maybe on that path? Because even even Ahsoka kind of turned her back to the yeah. Jedi ways. And it's just one of those things. Do we do we know who this Inquisitor is? Well, Ezra in in the cartoon, though, he he was on that ship that the. What the whales took it right? Mm-hmm. The whales, the space whales, mm-hmm. the, Orgles? the space whales took. Was that what was making the noise when Balin was looking up? Like, oh, yeah, you, looked, you yeah. could see it. It was there. Yeah, yeah. you could yeah. see, yeah. see it. I was looking. I was like, yeah, oh, no, you I couldn't see it. See it. Oh man, uh, I the heard force it. is not strong with this. But <laughs> anyway, they they took the ship that had Ezra and mm-hmm. Thrawn on it. So mm-hmm. I, I, it could be, but I don't see. Okay, what I got Purgle. from that was Burgle. Mm-hmm. Burgle. What I got from that was so. Thrawn was banished. See, when I when he got space whaled out, I thought he was just you know thrown back to his original home, like out in the unknown regions. Apparently, now due to the, to the story, he was picked up, moved to a whole other galaxy, mm-hmm. and exiled there. So it would depend on whether Ezra had a, a deep enough connection with the whales to be like, "Yo, let's drop him off and just you know mm. bring me back." Which, if he did, I think he would have popped up a lot sooner. Yeah, because again, it's been twenty years or something. So if he got left there with Thrawn, then he's still there. Like, because if there was a way back, Thrawn would have found it by now. Geppetto and Pinocchio got picked up by the whale, <laughs> which, and which also kind of blows my whole my whole thing out of the water about thinking that these Jedi were, or at least these Force sensitives were, on maybe on Thrawn's side. Like they were all working together in the unknown regions and were coming back. Yeah, to, to the proper galaxy. Mm-hmm. So these are just not just, but these are Balin Skull's a mercenary Jedi who survived Order sixty six and went into hiding and then became a mercenary and then along the way picked up a his own apprentice because she wears the little Padawan braid. Yeah, I saw mm-hmm. that. But Hu Yang says she never he didn't recognize her design, right. so she wasn't there during the mm-hmm. during the Jedi Order. So. He probably picked her up somewhere along the way as a force sensitive and decided to take her on trainer. And then the Inquisitor, to me, is just like as soon as the Empire fell, it was everybody for themselves. So he's I think it would be a disservice to Ezra's character if he came back as that masked Inquisitor. I mean, they could. Do you think it's the Grand Inquisitor? I don't think. No, he's dead. (laughs) <laughs> Nobody ever dies in the Star Wars. No, but he, Darth Vader My, trapped his I spirit. I remind you about Palpatine. <laughs> Darth Vader trapped his spirit somewhere so that he could, you know, toil for eternity. Yeah, hot. To quote me. <laughs> to quote me. What? <laughs> but anyway, um, just like his Padawan, it was just another errant Force user that he mm-hmm. kind of picked up. Like, well, you know, we're not we're not Jedi and Sith anymore. All it's all gone to shit. Like, let's just you and know, also make the, our living. And also the reason. 
why I, I I do have my own doubt on my own theory is the fact that when he or she fought Ahsoka, there was no she didn't get an inkling of yeah you yeah. know oh I don't who know could how, this be how deep their connection was but when she fought Vader I was gonna say in the Rebel she Star, didn't she, know she yeah she she had to look real deep though yeah but I think well I don't know how how much Ezra could have progressed between you know the end of the Rebels and now but I think he would probably be easier to read than the drastic change that went from Anakin oh, yeah. to Vader yeah yeah are um, you guys hoping that we get Vader in this series, I'm hoping we get Anakin. I would like I would like a throwback scene like they did in, in Obi Wan with uh, oh, like Anakin. Oh, okay, with Anakin in, in character. Well, I was saying that like, it could still even be um, a Force Ghost, right? Because I mean, at the end of Return of the Jedi, Hayden Christensen's Anakin was there smiling at everybody. Mm-hmm. So he has the ability to come back as a Force Ghost. So he could show up as a Force Ghost to Ahsoka. He absolutely could. I don't know if I, I want that. I don't know where I fit that in the story, but you know, he absolutely could. Yeah. But then I have, you know, I was surprised that this whole this whole two episodes, I was surprised. I was like, oh, well, that, I oh, think that, oh, that, oh, that, didn't oh, one that. of the trailers, like, have audio of her, like, saying something to Anakin? He but said, it sounded like it was a present conversation. Or was Anakin doing a vo- voiceover? They did that, too, but. Yeah, that's what I heard. Okay. Maybe I don't know. I didn't hear the other part. Before we move away from, like. I did try to stay away from trailers. You know, smart. People not necessarily being of Sith or of Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um did they sort of infer, or did Ahsoka herself sort of imply that she tortured a little Morgan? bit? I think they, a little bit, I, right? Yeah. Well, I think they also established though that she <laughs> can read minds, can read minds, right? Because she, uh, when Sabine was hurt, she was hearing Sabine's thoughts. Mm. Um, but Jedi, for a Force witch, I don't know if that's going to be. Yeah, I mean, all that Jedi easy. can do. Most, maybe most Jedi what, can, you know, pick up impressions like that. But she, you know, she was getting very detailed. You know, yeah. Uh, unless she was like picking up the Force echoes. But I feel like the way that she sort of like, you know, not winked at the camera, but winked at Ho Yang is like. Like, how did you get her to be so honest? It's like, it wasn't by using standard Jedi protocols. Exactly that. Yeah. Yeah. So I was so curious if some, it was torture or just her really good mind that, reading. That force butt plug. <laughs> Again. <laughs> <laughs> the little Jedi wings you know, on, on the tip. Yeah. Hey, you don't always have to force it if you're willing. Pour <laughs> <laughs> um, me another. Going back to, uh, I mean, not that we could just talk about lightsaber tools <laughs> i'm still practicing um sabine pour me a shot don't butt chug it what the hell are you doing sabine ran uh, back in. one were you guys surprised that because i don't think they alluded to her for uh well no because she had the dark saber she had the she, dark saber, the the dark saber and she trained with with kanan on how to like wield it but they yeah. never they never hinted that she was force sensitive at all yeah so what she's having are you talking about like the dreams that she was having no, I'm no. I'm just surprised that they they leaned heavily into her like being uh, Ahsoka's Padawan, like continuing with it. Like, like once she was, lost the dark saber, I figured that'd be it for her because she was she's a Mandalorian, and I think what like explosives, right? She she would build a lot of bombs and all that, and which I'm really glad they still like show her being very much a tinkerer and figuring things out and an artist as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, shocked that she's a Jedi. They, like I said, they they never really leaned into that in the in the cartoon that she was force sensitive at all. And they kind of her little interaction with the, with Hu Yang about her talent. Like she, you know, she exhibits very little talent, but she's still, they're still hinting that she does have some talent. Yeah. Cause I think even Ahsoka said like, you were never very strong with the force or something like that. Mm-hmm. That. And, and also the conversation that Ahsoka had with um, Hera, 
about like what well, and, and she, <laughs> it was so funny she goes uh, Ahsoka says uh, well yeah, she just wasn't ready and then I'm like well how the hell do you know when she's ready and then uh, you know, Hera goes well, how do you know when I, go, I should have just waited for her to ask the question <laughs> you know I'm like how the fuck do you know when someone's ready and I think that maybe because of all of this you know and they showed uh, uh, Sabine maybe having like a forced dream that maybe she's ready and it's I mean, like he's in her I mean, they kind of, at this point, they well, kind she of, just loves her haircut. <laughs> they would kind of have to because, like, what would be the point of having a panel one that couldn't use the force? Like, well, at she that cut point. her hair well, so like, that someone about some, she's ready. You know, some Jedi's are way more force users, mm-hmm. and then some are way more like blade users. And I think she's probably going to go on to be a pretty good blade user, more martial than you know. Yeah, they went the down that touch. talent tree. Yeah, yeah. no, um, that makes sense. But speaking about like Sabine's readiness, and and I've talked about this before in world building, how. One thing I love about Star Wars is world building is they show they show you a reason why anyone would would fight or you know a reason to live. And so Sabine, I think we that little glimpse of her, not glimpse, it was a long scene, too long a little bit for me. But when she was on the speeder and she was listening to the music and they were doing like the close ups on her face and she was doing the smirk. What else and, do they have a close up on? <clears throat> uh, I don't know her boots. No. <laughs> I'm having a carrot cake delivered. Yeah, uh, so. Uh, <laughs> Did you remind me what you were talking about? Um, <laughs> perfect. Orange pants, too. Uh, it showed, like, oh, but eat the shit she, out of it now. I, I almost felt like she was, in, in a way, retired. Like, she she was kind of living this comfortable life. She was doing the things she liked. She had her music. She had her little home. She was still drawing. And I think, like, because it's been some time. And so as far as her being ready, I feel like maybe, maybe Sabine just got that little like taste of normal life and maybe she kind of liked it a bit. Is, Which that, again, is I, that what you saw? I, My, I, I had a different take. Yeah, I didn't think she liked the normal life at all. It was, it was more of like, Ezra told her he was counting on her and she took that to mean because she stayed on the fall and she didn't go back to Mandalore or hang out with any of the other Mandalorians. Like she was waiting for something. Like she was like, he told me he was, he was, counting on me and she couldn't figure out for what so she hung around to to see that and then but not that's in the main when, city that's when uh okay ahsoka kind of picked her up and you know started tutoring her maybe she thought that was the path and then they butted heads and they split and so she went back to both all the weight so yeah i was gonna say maybe it's maybe it's not that she liked that life but she was so attached to this idea of Ezra coming back. Yeah. So maybe it wasn't enjoyment, but it was still Lothal itself keeping her from going on that, that Padawan path. Okay. I like it. That's that's what it smelled like to me anyway. Yeah. I also appreciate, um, I mean, obviously, for those of us that know the cartoon or, or watched it, we knew that she was a Mandalorian and, and uh, they mentioned it pretty quick for her, but I'm really happy they didn't start her off in that armor. Just because, again, I was trying to put myself in the position of someone who didn't know anything. To like start a show off with this, oh, God damn it, another Mandalorian. Because the last few we've gone, right? <laughs> right. So it was it was cool that they didn't have her in the armor. They showed the helmet pretty early on, like just stuffed in a box. They mentioned it, and then finally at the end, we got her, you know, fully armored up and stuff. I thought that was kind of a nice a nice touch to not distract distract from the storytelling until it was necessary. Mm-hmm. I also good. sorry. Uh, well, keep it going. The duel. With her and the the other Padawan, which I didn't get her name, but um, Sana San Sanju Sanjay Gupta. It's it's an S something. I'm pretty sure. I thought I thought it was cool because you could tell Shin Hati Shin. See, I knew it was an S. You could tell both of them knew what they were doing, but like not the greatest at it. Which that that would be the thing for that time period, because even Luke, like 
Luke would have had like no one to train against lightsaber usage wise. And that's why he's doing his little kata forms in the yeah in the book of Boba Fett, you know, to keep sharp. Yeah, but and then even them like so obviously uh, Balin brought his uh, Padawan on, but like he would have been the only one. And I guess the Inquisitor, so she probably would have had a few more people to train against, like who really knew how to use a lightsaber. And same with uh, Sabine, like she probably trained with Ahsoka. But like they built like now it's real. Now she's finding someone that she didn't train against with a different style and everything like that. Like I thought they did a good job like showing that they weren't the best, but they knew what they were yeah. doing. And when she got stabbed, there was a split second of me of like, are they gonna kill her off? Because the trailer, you know, only showed like m- pretty much these first, first couple episode, episodes. Yeah. But then I remember the trailer showed her with the short hair and in the armor. But but there was a split second of me which just like, holy shit. Like, are they are they gonna do it? But, Dude, I really thought, yeah. yeah. I didn't think they were going to be because like Rudy mentioned like the placement of the stab I was like she could still live but if 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 Darth Maul got cut in half <laughs> for real. And, and, and fell down yeah, that, that for real uh, I did first Palpatine yeah somehow Palpatine it's just back. a flesh wound I, I to the flesh shirt. wound I for a moment thought that Ahsoka was going to show up and like force heal her just because they really want that to be a thing after everyone gave it shit <laughs> in, it would have uh, been so cheap that that's what I will comment on is that is that um, the show didn't seem it had anything cheap in it, you know, like it didn't like, like they were trying to force anything. Bingo. Yeah. Boom. Pun intended. Yeah. yeah I know. Yep. <laughs> for that one. There you go. You're welcome. Happy birthday. But everything <laughs> looked, looked good. Like the CGI, everything looked good from, from the moment it started. Like I, I was really looking at the CGI. I'm like, look great. This, this is movie level. The, yeah. The, yes. And the yes. prosthetics, like Hera looked yeah. good. Like, yeah. Everybody looked good. Oh my God. Mary Elizabeth oh Winston. Oh my God. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> or oh, it's even hotter in the green. <sighs> I need it. No, no, put the goggles on. Two cars. Jeez. The phantom compa. Um, fuck. You completely derailed me. <laughs> I'm thinking about what happens. Mary Elizabeth. Oh, speaking of that, um, <laughs> Earlier, my wife comes running into the room. She was like, were you aware that the the person playing Hera was the same person that played Ramona Flowers? I'm like, oh, you're so, you're so fucking adorable. Cute. I love you're you. You're precious. <laughs> <laughs> you regular. Babe, I love you. <laughs> you make me happy. That scene with Hera uh, when she was when they were at the shipyard, I love because it's just like, oh, that's classified. She's like, I'm a general. Oh, and yeah. Like, oh, we can't tell you. He's like, I'm sure you can. Like, and then so smart, like you know, showing her kind of that character, like joking a little bit, but yeah. also being serious. But then very quickly recognizing, like, we don't have ships that can use that. Oh. The the hyperdrive, like we don't make ships that big. And I, I love it. Was, it. I, it's like okay, it's like witty, but also. Very, very smart. And it was a, knows her shit. Like, there's a reason she's a general. It was a fun scene because of that. And also, like, it wasn't, it was, like, subtle enough with, like, oh, oh something's going on. I, like, I thought, like, the, the, the rest of the crew were looking over as, like, oh, what's going on over here? But then after they do that, like, the second or third time, you're like, those motherfuckers are imperialists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought they were going for, like, the cheap, oh, look at, we don't know if they're on our side or not kind of thing where, like, it's, it's fine. It's fine. And then. Homeboy, ju- fine. homeboy jumped up with for the empire. I'm like, oh no, awesome. <laughs> you're all going, yeah, you're all going down. It's it's fun that they would even try with the Jedi in in the room, right? Like, <laughs> I, I would if even if I was like the most loyal imperialist ever, 
I'd be like, oh, this is it. Like maybe if a general like Hera came in, it'd be like, oh, okay, we could take her out. Oh, Jedi, no, 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 we're good. No, but they wouldn't for the New Republic. They wouldn't know. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't there a point in the timeline where where people don't remember, not necessarily remember Jedi's, but don't remember the length, the level of the power? When the Empire took over, they huge propaganda campaign to. I mean, that's why like Han Solo, like you know that hokey religion or whatever. Yeah, and then so within that time period, you know, the Jedi were still very much a myth. I mean, I'm sure the the word that Luke Skywalker, you know, blew up the Death Star the first time. And then, you know, <laughs> I'm sure, like, the, the legend of Luke Skywalker got around, but not everywhere. I, I love how Luke Skywalker puts the fucking fear of of the, of the Satan into the Imperials that know Luke Skywalker, like, whole Death Star killer. Yeah. And we em- saw it with Emperor the- Pile Driver, Darth Vader <laughs> smashing... <laughs> Motherfucker is coming. Yeah, Moff Gideon, like that's that first scene. Limousine oh, driving. I, I <laughs> yeah. <laughs> His look so fucking beautiful. Yeah. I, oh shit! It, it makes me misty just thinking about it. Like he knew he put respect on his name. Oh, I need to take a shot. <laughs> I I am excited for for this series though because we're getting I think I was twenty episodes was, yeah <laughs> <laughs> fuck I'm wrong I, I was trying to get at this earlier because when I was drinking. saying how Mandalorian was kind of meandering and this but mm. this feels like it's gonna be very much like a quest and, and like there's like a, a we need to get a to goal it. Yeah, yeah and we um, mm-hmm. so that makes me even more excited for like every episode because I feel like it's gonna be one of those things like oh what, where do like what are they gonna figure out next like where are they gonna be like are they gonna get you know, are they going to get to Thrawn at the end? Are they going to get there quickly and we're going to get more? Do you, do you think they're going to go episode, or not episode, season two on this? Do you think they'll wrap it all up in one? I, I think they'd be, there's enough story to be told to go to episode two. Because I can't. Season two, yeah. Sorry, season two. Um, Fucking idiot. I know. I, plan I mean, unless, so I was at eight episodes, so there's six left. Yeah. So, I mean, unless they get to Thrawn, that other galaxy, like next week. Or maybe like the end of next week, and then we would have episodes four, five, and yeah. I mean, there'd be enough, I guess, to finish a story. Like, just look at Obi Wan series, for instance. The whole meeting with him and Vader was that that was the very last episode, right? Yes. Yeah. So, could they do something similar to that where you know you get all these episodes, and then that last episode is that epic climactic battle? Well, there's still. Do you, do there's, you think? there's far too much story to tell. Yeah, See, I that's think what would be I the second too. to last. Yeah. They introduced, reintroduced Thrawn. I'd be so fucking pissed if if we didn't get Thrawn until like episode six or seven. Like he <laughs> needs, he needs to be there in four or five. Well, Rudy, like you can fuck around and you know play with lightsabers, one, two, and three. But four and five better be play around lightsabers. Four, yeah. four or five better. They better be like a, a world away on that little map jumping. Yeah, from Thrawn. I think it's gonna yeah. No, no, this man loves his Thrawn. Oh, my God, Thrawn. Well, oh. Rudy, and, and, and is that why you had me put those red contacts in? Blue <laughs> paint that one just, time? Just shut up and maintain my contact. <laughs> um, <laughs> in, in our previous Star Wars episode, Rudy had explained what the old books did with Thrawn. Mm-hmm. While he was out there, he realized there was a bigger threat. And they're still canon, right? No, those books no. weren't. They've rewritten them a I little bit, right? Canon. The original aren't. But they brought him back to write new ones in the new continuity. Like the Era of the Empire? <laughs> if you listen to this podcast called The Hype Attack, there was an episode. <laughs> so, so, so check me out. They, in in our current continuity, current canon, they introduced Thrawn 
before the rebellion like officially forms. So before the the first three movies, the original trilogy. In the books, he was introduced after Return of the Jedi, between the first and second sets of movies. So his history from there is not completely, completely different, but different enough because they introduced him a lot earlier. So now they're they're right now they're going on a whole different kind of trajectory for his character. But the original author brought him back, still kept, you know, his characteristics, his his traits almost intact. So he's not hardcore imperialist, but he is a hardcore I'm smarter than you. Mm. Follow me and we'll fucking win. That I'm I'm familiar with with him. You say and and but the idea that he found a bigger threat, right? Is that still part of the canon? Yes, because the and I, one of the recap videos I watched, they mentioned like an alien race called the Grisks that were part of a. They hinted that they're part of a larger empire out in the unknown regions, and they're moving their way. They're not. They're not on a, a conquest kind of tip. It's more of a like, we'll move in, we'll destabilize your governments, your people, and then we'll come in with our force and and mess you up. So they're. They're working their way across the unknown regions. They run into the Chiss Ascendancy, which is the uh, alien species Thrawn belongs to, and they butt heads, and he kind of stops their advance. And then that's when he he's like, oh, this is a lot bigger than, than I can handle, than my people can handle. And that's where he starts looking for allies, and then he, he gets banished from the Ascendancy, and the Emperor takes an interest in him and brings him into the Empire, and he's like, oh, I can bring up this force, head it eventually, and then bring it back and, you know, provide a unified front against these threats. Mm-hmm. But then he gets took out before. Well, that's why I'm, I'm kind of curious then if, because we discussed the idea that Thrawn might not even be the big baddie, right? We think he is now. But going back to even your question about Ezra maybe turning to the dark side, I don't know if Ezra necessarily turned to that, but maybe while they were out there, they do see a threat and when Ahsoka and the gang show up, Ezra might not be ready to go back, right? Because maybe he ha- has started working with Thrawn because maybe they have seen something. And I mean, it's a whole other galaxy. Ooh, that's some more plausible. So, so they could, they could get theory. to Thrawn early and we might get a little fight or something, but like, then hey, it might but be like... We need him. We yeah. need him. Yeah, mm-hmm. Ezra might run in to stop Ahsoka at the last minute. We're gonna get like the the strike down on Thrawn, and then all of a sudden another lightsaber comes. Well, no, Ezra doesn't have it. So you're talking about like Game of Thrones White Walkers, where it's yeah. like you have these two sides, but then there's like an ultimate threat that if we just like you know work together that we have to fight against. And that's why I think these stories work the way they're telling them because if it's from an outside galaxy, like it doesn't really impact the main storyline because it can you could have this section of the universe fighting this other section of the universe, yeah, and it not be you know the whole New Republic yeah. going to that because you know. New Republic has its own problems. Yeah, because I think if the New Republic had to go face something like that, they would have been a much stronger position than what they were by the time uh, Episode 7 happened. Yeah. Because they, they were pretty much decommissioned at that point. They had a, a modest defense fleet that was in orbit around their, I think it was a planet called uh, Denon. Mm-hmm. And that's what the Starkiller base blew up. Yeah, with the weird splitty laser. Yeah. But yeah, so I agree with you. I think it, it makes a lot more sense for if they if they are going to go that route to have a big conflict elsewhere where the New mm-hmm. Republic's not even involved. Which is what I'm hoping the movie hits when the movie hits. Oh, that's It'll right. It'll be the the climax of that. That's of that whole I fight. Completely Which movie? Forgot hmm? the one Dave Filoni is was uh, 
That's greenlit. Right. It's a kind of. It's supposed to wrap up all these storylines in this part in this section of the time. Man, Mando's Boba Fett's. I don't know hundred percent correct. Yeah, I I forgot about that. So you're right. We we're we're definitely not not going to get a Thrawn. It's a great time finish. to be a nerd. <sighs> Yeah, no. I'd Absolutely. Still, I'm still angry, though. <laughs> Seriously. We're talking about shows and movies, and it's like, fuck. I just, I just hope that the studios and publishers of games and stuff, and, and I think, I hope they focus on the storytelling and, and making us happy. You make us happy, we'll give you the money. I hope they don't, mm-hmm. they don't focus on just, just making the money. Yeah, you mentioned that in the last episode. Yeah, quite a lot. A long time, a long slurry. No, it's, 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 you know, it's a great point. Yeah. Just because, just because he was drunk when he said it, doesn't make it any less true. <laughs> Fucking entertain me. I'm I agree with Here's him. my money. Yeah, I drunkenly agree with him. Cheers. See, yeah, but that's the thing, though. It's it's we trust. Damn, his name escaped me. Uh, Dave uh, Filoni. Yeah, Filoni. No baloney. <laughs> because what he's given us so far, I'm 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 100 with it, and if he's gonna have his Avenger style movie let's go yeah with Star Wars characters I'm all for it oh man yeah I'm all for it sorry I I meant to look this up a little bit but I saw something about a new anthology series or something because um John John Hamm is going to be the voice of Boba Fett in something have you guys read this or am I did I like hallucinate this whole thing because I haven't seen much about it it's probably some fucking AI shit that I read and fell for Probably a junk hallucination. But uh, yeah, I, I might, hope it exists. I might be a little buzz, but I swear to God, I I, I saw like a headline or something because about that. it was a, it was an anthology about basically what all these other characters were doing during mm-hmm. Return of the Jedi, is what I read it was, and because I, I, I love that I idea because that's that's kind of the thing that in a way bugs me a little bit between episodes four and six. We granted there was books and comics and games, but we haven't had other series address that. And you look at characters like Hera who's a general in the new Republic, which means she survived the rebellion. She fought all of that. And what, where was she during all of this? Like she, like they would all have such great stories to tell within that time period. So I hope the anthology thing wasn't like a weird fever dream of mine. Cause John Hamm is reprising the Boba Fett role in a new return of the Jedi anthology audiobook. Audiobook. All right. It's going to be it. a, a collection of 40 short stories that uh, celebrates the, the film's 40th anniversary. 40, wow. 40th anniversary. Holy shit. Um, it's called From a Certain Point of View, yeah. Return of the Jedi. Cool. It's it's going to be about, you know, supporting characters from around that time of Return of the Jedi. And they did a book called I think it was Tales of Tales of Mos Eisley or Tales of Tales of the Empire. It's something like that, but they did like a whole mm-hmm. book over where they went through like background characters from like Jabba's Palace. Like that whole menagerie he has when when Lando gets there and Han gets there and Leia gets there. Like each of those background characters got its own like story. That's fun. So That's cool. I, I, this looks like it's in that, in that same vein. Yeah, I would love. Yeah, I'd love to to listen to that. Now that we're talking about Star Wars as a larger whole, uh, yeah. I saw um, uh, the director of Empire. Uh, I wrote his name down. Irvin Kirsch. Irvin Kirshner. Kirshner. Um, I saw an old interview with him, and he was saying how. At a certain point while making that movie, he realized that Star Wars is not sci-fi. It's a fairy tale. Mm. And, I, and you know, his, his explanation was like sci-fi movies, especially at that time, you know, you would deal with like, oh, scan, scan the, like scan the atmosphere on that planet before we land, like adjust or this, this, like sci-fi was very much sciency mm-hmm. and Star Wars never really did any of that. Mm-mm. And it was more of a fairy tale and you can get away with, 
like doing more stuff. And now, like ever since I read that, I was like, yeah, you know what? Like, I like it. I, I like looking at Star Wars more of that from that fairy tale thing than a sci-fi thing because then you can you can kind of let more things go. I heard somebody say the same thing. It was um, Lauren Lapkus on Lauren Lapkus's and Nicole Byer's show. Where they're called newcomers, where basically they're doing what me and my wife are doing. They haven't seen a thing, but they have a guest on who is well versed in it. And then he said, I forget the comedian's name, but he said that yeah, it's it's most definitely a fantasy movie, than sci-fi. Yeah, yeah, which is cool. Like I said, it allows you to get away with a lot more things. Have you guys listened to uh, the voice of Kanan in the the Rebels? Uh, his name is Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah, it's Freddie Prince Jr. Have, right? you, have you listened to his rant on Star Wars? Oh yeah, yeah. you should. He, awesome. he says exactly what what you just brought up. It's like Star Wars is a fucking fairy tale. Luke Skywalker is is Cinderella, and <laughs> instead of a fairy godmother, he gets a fairy godfather. Yeah, and he learns how to become the, the most badass Jedi overnight. Like it's he, it's the whole thing. Like if well, you haven't listened to it, you should. Well, I think I I think I brought it up in the other episode how Star Wars is actually Wizard of Oz, which is actually the Odyssey. Like they're all. They're all very, very similar. The yeah, same idea. Like George the, Lucas pulled from, the, from all of that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But Wizard of Oz is like straight up like Toto's R2-D2. Then you, have, <laughs> you have a Tin Man. You have a Lion. You have a Scarecrow and Han Solo. If, to, if you mean Toto saves everyone, everyone's asses in every <laughs> No, but R2-D2 ran off and which led to Luke being taken away from this very monotone planet into a world of color. Mm, uh. and, and Toto is what ran off and made uh, Dorothy go over the rainbow That's a great point and uh they both had like evil mother figures or father figures evil parental figures they had the uh the wizard which would be obi-wan or yeah. the wizard itself as like the seer right because i think the i wizard, haven't read the odyssey in forever but the the odyssey had like the blind seer right the wizard ben yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> so harry potter is star wars yeah yeah that too <laughs> I, I, I started to notice a lot of archetypes here <laughs> yeah so if they this is going to be off off uh, topic but like within the Star Wars realm like the Star Wars visions from what we get from these would you guys be excited if there was a movie created like let's say Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon mm. if it was something you know somebody created a movie but it but it wasn't even you know in the timeline or anything like that, would you guys be interested in the a actual yeah, live action like yeah. visions movie? Yes, because I'm always on what, what Doug always says about like world building. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it, 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 there's so much more in the world of Star Wars mm-hmm. and with like subsequent shows and movies. Yeah, where they've they've world built. They successfully yeah. have world built. I think we. I can speak for the fandom. I mean, that's, we said at the, at the beginning of the intro. Yeah, we, to, to I mean, you'd have to tell a good storyline, but mm-hmm. yeah, I would. I wanted to live in that world of Star Wars, but like, give me some some more storylines. See, because that's my thing with with this universe being so vast, mm. how it is. You know, yes, I like that we're you know sticking to the core you know group, the core thing that started it all. Mm-hmm. But at the same time. There's so much more out there that exactly I would saying, yeah. I would I would love to see another, you know, story about somebody else within this galaxy. Doesn't doesn't necessarily have to be within the same timeline, but something else out there could could be a good Star well, Wars story. Well, I'll say this much, right? Like, 
you guys are the the big heavies about like everything Star Wars, right? And so like watching Andor, I didn't think that I was going to be so interested and intrigued by like the political side. Andor was fucking amazing, right? But it, it, it was about it, what made it great was was like here's this world, here's that main storyline with the, the whole Skywalker storyline, mm-hmm. but like what about everybody else? You know, and and then told it, and they they told it in such a way where you can basically relate to it. Yeah, you know, it's essentially like the everyday life, right? You hear all these news articles about like all the politicians mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And you go, yeah, but what about me? The everyday in the everyday life. Yeah, and so but they was, also showed like Senator Mon Mon Mothma. I'm horrible with names. Trust me. Um, but yeah, they showed even her like as a senator dealing. I mean, I don't think you'll ever beat a storyline of. Of like a rebellion, and and like that, like the forming a rebellion, it makes this so, like so much more suspenseful and and entertaining and interesting. Well, my point being is like there's so many aspects of the Star Wars world that mm-hmm. can be told and in such intriguing ways. Stuff that gets hinted at throughout, whether it be the prequels, the the main trilogy, or mm-hmm. you know the the other trilogy. There's so many things that are hinted at that. Like, there's one thing as far as like a hot take, and I don't really subscribe to this, but I just want to. I want to uh, <laughs> give it give it to you guys is in, in a new hope continue where it was first mentioned about the clone wars oh yeah mm-hmm. I, was, right. I was just gonna bring that up too yeah go for it where it seems like it's this big thing and it lives in your head you know because it brings ben ben brings it up and then you finally get the clone wars the cartoon is amazing some people were saying that it was like eh, not mm-hmm. as big as uh ben was making it out to be that's what some people were saying the cartoon is amazing, but the way they phrased it in the originals and how some of the expanding universe picked it up was that it wasn't the clones versus, you know, the separatists. It was everyone else versus clones, mad clones, that the clone masters unleashed on the universe that they couldn't cook them right. So when they matured, they were insane. And you have an army of insane clones. That's, that's of, much more interesting. Of whoever unleashing havoc across the galaxy. And, you uh-huh. know, they were fighting to push them back. That was kind of like, not the, I'm going to say the, the shadow cannon, but it was kind of like, that's what they were, were hinting at. And even the, the Thrawn books, they kind of, they call back to the, to the clone wars and they kind of describe it like that. Like it wasn't, it wasn't the conflict that we got. It was the clones versus the galaxy. Yeah. So we, when they they did the Clone Wars and they they changed it, you know, Attack of the Clones, that was it was completely different. Some people had that. I had my taste was configured for this, and we got this. So I can see where the disconnect comes from. That. Yeah, I can see that too. Because uh, that does sound a lot more interesting. But uh, yeah, I'm glad you brought it up though, because it is a perfect example of just from the very beginning how the the world building with just those hints and and yeah the clone wars were certainly one even as a kid and when i finally saw the movies like what was the clone wars and it's so fun to be able to fill it in and i mean honestly even if we never got any more from it it still would have been fun as nerds we would have been having that conversation and what we think the nerds or what the what the clone wars were jermaine have you oh sorry to finish to go more on your point though um the Mandalorian. That's why I was a little disappointed when they they brought it back towards Luke and Ahsoka and 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 Grogu with the Force. Like, because at first I was very much interested. We were finally going to get that story that was completely disconnected from the uh, Skywalker yeah. saga, and it was like, oh, all right, cool. This, this is right on. We're going to get it's something like spaghetti new. Spaghetti Western show. Yeah, and then and then it's like, oh, here's Luke again. 
They, I mean, badass though. They they did what they did, and then I don't think I think they had it mapped out the whole way from the get go. But it it does seem when you look back at it that it went halfway, and they're like, "Well, we kind of we kind of went off the rails a little bit. Let's uh, <laughs> let's add a little." Luke Skywalker to the mess. All right, we're back. Yeah. Off yeah. the rails, we can't relate. Anyway, um, Jermaine, have you ventured into any of the, the High Republic stories? No, I haven't dived into those yet. I've, I've read a couple of the books, and the books are good, and they're, they're very strong on, on world building and mm. showing what it, everything was like before. or Not before, but as hyperspace routes are kind of becoming more standard. Mm-hmm. So it shows a galaxy that's kind of going from like these local sectors to the big giant interconnected galaxy because hyperspace is becoming more and all those are before all this stuff they say it's yeah uh, like yoda's around 500 years before some yeah because yoda's still alive yeah but Mm. yeah it's something 500 600 i think i think the high republic uh i think some of the stories are going to be like 700 and then some of the stories are going to be 500 but it's all within that that time frame but I do, I love the main book line because I've, I've listened to the first one. Great audiobooks because they do all the sound effects and stuff like that. Mm. Um, I love that setup of just, like you said, the hyperspace lanes basically being sabotaged in a way mm. and some shit happening throughout the galaxy and like mm. the hyperspace lanes getting shut down because of some of it. Like it's, it's kind of interesting because, like Rudy was saying, like we were getting this connected. Uh, was it, a, did they call it a Republic? Yes. Yeah, we we're, were getting this like connected republic, and then now it's kind of not getting connect or like getting disconnected in ways. And uh, I've only read the first one, so it's it's about because it's the same problem problem. It's the same situation you have now that you had back then. You have the core worlds, then you have the rim, then you have the outer rim. You know, as you get further away from the center of the galaxy, um, communication is a little spotty. Uh, the government doesn't have quite have that reach out there. So they they take that world building. I said like we're trying to to establish bases. We're establishing Jedi remote Jedi temples so that the Jedi can spread their their peacekeeping roles. You know more throughout the galaxy. And it, it just shows a, an era that where the Jedi are ascendant. They're strong, but everything is still very much wild wild west. Yeah, especially when, on the rim. Yeah, when it comes to that the outer the outer reaches. Yeah, I'm really interested because we're getting a video game. We're getting like a full AAA video game at some point i think that's a ways out but weren't they doing some some animated stuff too um or is that just yes the, the little the super little kid one yeah i think the super little kid one is high republic but i want to say they announced another one and then we've gotten comic books we've gotten uh adult novels and some ya uh, young adult novels which i read one of those too and it was fun isn't the acolyte supposed to be in the the high republic Oh yes, I think I think so. I think towards the end of the High Republic, I'm excited for that one. Are the video games canon? Uh, anything made post um, post acquisition from Disney, I think, is so, so. The Jedi Fallen Order, Fallen Order, Survivor, are canon. answered. Um, I can't I can't think of any story specific Star Wars games because Battlefront is just a big multiplayer game. Because that's why I mentioned. Uh, like oh, the, but Battlefront the... uh, Two had a story, and I think that's canon. Yeah. That actually had a really good story because you were following an Imperial uh, it Inferno TIE Squadron. Fighter. Yeah, Inferno Squadron. And the opening like the opening mission, you're on uh indoor and you see the Death Star blow up. And you realize and like you're an Imperial agent and the, the Death Star with the Empire Emperor oh, is that's on it. Fun. And so it's 
like that instant moment after vacuum of power and like what do we do who do we listen to who's in charge yeah, yeah. and i love that kind of stuff no i was mentioning the video games because of the the force echo power that ahsoka had it looked like it was pulled from one of the uh, i think it was like the jedi survivor game oh his uh psychometry yeah where you can touch an object and kind of like feel it's past because uh, i hadn't seen any any, any other uh, characters do that with shit yeah <laughs> i i i saw that word and i'm like oh shit that's a good word how do you pronounce it <laughs> Still Psych- learned it. psychometry would that be it based off p-s-y-c-h-o-m-e-t-r-y Psy- yeah, psychometry. psychometry that's cool though i do like the look of his lightsaber though cal's mm-hmm. Calcut- oh i love his shit oh, like do the- they do they establish what like the canon one looks like because in the game you can switch it all up however you want it's the his master's double-bladed lightsaber, but cut at the, the midway point. So uh, it's just the one left. So if you go to Galaxy's Edge, they have the, the lightsabers on display that you can buy. If his, you can squeeze in between everybody. <laughs> it's fucking, his is that design where it's like half of that, that double-bladed hilt, and the bottom half looks still has that damage that we were. Oh, it cool. was shown being like blasted in half. Right on. What color, when you play those games, what color um, blade did you choose? Oh, I rotate. Okay. I go from from green to blue to orange to. Yeah, I, I, say I tried orange. red for a little bit and it didn't feel right. Hmm. I went back to the light side colors. Orange came with like the pre order or the deluxe or something like that, right? Yeah, I was I was using orange just because it's like, well, I fucking paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, every time every time you hit the the workbench where you can customize your stuff, like I'd always change out pieces and I'd always change the color. Oh, nice. I'm gonna go really far back in your guys' own timeline. Years ago, <laughs> when were you guys first introduced to Star Wars, Rudy? My earliest memory of Star Wars is being in a movie theater and seeing Return of the Jedi. And I don't know how old I was, but I just remember being, I remember being very small. And it came out in... 84? Was it Was it 84? I remember, I just looked these up because I, I when I was at Disneyland last time, there was... Uh, there was a um, like a ship sitting on top of one of uh, in the Black Spire thing outpost, and I saw three numbers on it, and like those numbers look familiar. And I looked it up, and it was the three years. So it was seventy seven. I want to say it's like seventy seven. By the way, thanks to you, I was like legitimately blown away by that. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I mean, that's like just the fun kind of Easter eggs that you can find there. Mm-hmm. At um, I think I love uh, little details like that. The seventy seven, eighty, and eighty three. Eighty three. So I would have been four. So that it's probably my earliest memory. If it was still in theaters when I was four years old and I remember seeing it in the theater. Hell yeah. That's that's probably my earliest memory of, of my childhood at all. But I I remember I remember seeing the movie and I remember the credits. And I remember just being like, Wow, that's fucking cool. Do you remember <laughs> do you remember at what point it really caught your fancy? I I had all three of those movies on VHS, like on one VHS, like so I would just watch them over and over and over. Um and those were Shit, man, those are like my earliest, my earliest memories of being exposed to Star Wars was watching that, that movie, and then just having those movies on call to watch over and over again. My dad was like, "You want to watch Star Wars again? Let's go!" Like he was huge, queued up. Like I'm so jealous of that because I, I, I remember knowing that I, I was familiar with Star Wars but hadn't seen the original trilogy until I was like late double digits. Jermaine, <laughs> my family wasn't nerdy. That's just kind of like a <laughs> poor, poor uh, Nor was mine. Mine wasn't nerdy either. Uh, 
for me, it was probably I I watched the original trilogy in bits and pieces. Like I never watched everything because my family wasn't like that. For instance, you know, I'm just cut this little side story right quick, but. When the original Batman came out, I want I wanted to go watch it in the theater. My family wanted to go watch Honey I Shrunk the Kids. <laughs> so everybody, so I used to watch that over and over. And we're at a driving theater, so everybody's watching Honey I Shrunk the Kids. I'm in the back, looking out the back window, <laughs> l- watching Batman with 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 no sound. Yeah. <laughs> so that was me. So so I really didn't get into Star Wars until. Uh, actually, right before the the uh, the second trilogy came out, because those were coming out, you know, I'm like, well, let me go watch the originals first, and then go watch uh, the Phantom Menace. So, you said second trilogy. You mean the prequels? Well, I was yeah. probably in. Yeah, yeah the that's the second trilogy. Prequels. So, it was high school for me. Was when I literally forced myself to sit down and watch the original trilogy before you, before the Phantom Menace came out. So you didn't go to the re-release of the special editions in theaters? Oh, the, no, I never oh, went okay. to the theaters to go see any of that. So me and Jermaine have basically the same story as, as far as like our exposure to Star Wars because I, you know, I saw stuff in bits and pieces. I Every time I say that right now, I, I distinctly remember like walking through Best Buy and on their big tube TVs they would be playing... Um, one of the Star Wars movies, and mm-hmm. I, I, I just remember thinking, you know, I've never seen a Star Wars, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But I've been, you know, I was well, uh, the prequels. Phantom Menace came out what two thousand one? No, uh, no, no, ninety, ninety eight or ninety nine. I was in high school for sure. It was a, that one. Be, because one one little nerdy Star Wars fact that I actually, actually found that Tupac. Was damn near almost cast as a Mace Mace Windu. What? Ninety nine. Yeah. So Phantom Menace came out in ninety nine because I remember. Whoa, I man, remember I was... specifically sitting in. Um, <laughs> so I think it was junior year, and I think one of my friends was leaving early to go buy tickets, and it was one of those few times I was like very happy I had cash on me. It was just like yes, go buy tickets. Like he ditched six period or maybe at sports and told his coach fuck off, and so he went and got tickets and then we all like immediately school ended like ran like got to you the were theater. able to reserve your seats no no no. he had to get in line <laughs> yeah no 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 this is the this wow. is the day he had to get in line how dare you um uh, oh, lightsaber you, isaac to the sternum <laughs> were you in line <laughs> okay so for me return of the jedi not in theaters uh because i would have been one but uh my first memory of it was definitely like watching it when it like um, you know, they, they used to make a big deal about when a movie finally hit like network television. It's like for the first time on like ABC or whatever. So I watched, I remember watching Return of the Jedi. I remember it getting like freaking the shit out of me, the beginning <laughs> with Jabba on the Rancor and like Luke. I mean, I was, I was probably still pretty young at that point. Star Wars I'm, with commercials. I don't know if, Oof. yeah, exactly. I don't know <laughs> if I, if I even knew around. what Star Wars was. Uh, you know, like I don't know if I had watched them or not. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. I just remember watching Return of the Jedi and getting freaked out, and mm-hmm. then eventually, same thing. Like, I think my neighbor had the VHS, and then just watching it like over and over. But it wasn't until maybe like middle school that was when I was like, "Oh, Star Wars is a thing!" Like, I like Star Wars. Like, let's watch yeah. it. And then, then yeah, in high school they were 
you know, Lucas went, went and did his special editions where he added like mm-hmm. some scenes mm-hmm. that were originally to cut out and added like special effects and stuff. So they re-released those in theaters and we went and saw all of them. I think for Return of the Jedi, if you were there like in the first like hundred people, you got a little Luke Skywalker action figure. And I remember like getting it and like not opening it because at that point we had learned like unopened toys. <laughs> and I remember like going in the comic book store with it. And at first, like the guy was like, oh, yeah, you could probably sell that for like a hundred bucks. Well, I was like, hell yeah. And then like I didn't because I thought it'd go up. And then like I remember going back like a couple years. I was like, hey, how much do you know? I don't know, 10 bucks? Like oh. at that point, anyone that wanted them got them, <laughs> you know, but it's like, ah, that, that was my first like lesson in learning. Like certain nerd things you want to you want to dump pretty quickly. If you guys remember, like, what at what point in your guys' lives after being, like, firstly exposed to, to Star Wars did it then just, like, take over you? You know what I'm saying? Well, no, for me, it was after Phantom Menace because just that trailer alone made me go watch the original three, like, mm. sit down and literally watch the original three because of Darth Maul. He was the one that got me into Star Wars. Just, just, just his character, his, his design... And uh, like most everybody, I'll, I'll never forget that 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 trailer and that double lightsaber. And it's just <laughs> yeah. So, but you were saying, sorry to interrupt. But I, so you said you hadn't LA watched you, it. you hadn't watched the um, not the trilogy. I never fully watched the original trilogy. I've I've seen it in bits and pieces, okay. but I've never you know actually seen everything. So you didn't fully earn the awesomeness of the Darth Maul. (laughs) (laughs) And you'll never be able to have it. For people like me and Rudy that, like, grew up watching these same Star Wars movies over and over Mm -hmm. and just seeing that slow, like, like the super slow, like, attack, like, especially the first ones. But that's why. Because when I watched the trailer for Phantom Menace, because of the bits and pieces that I saw of the original trilogy, I was like, I was like, uh, ugh. I wasn't rushing to go see it, but uh, I think Rudy explained it to me years later that that for some reason George Lucas had it in his head about how how heavy the lightsaber was, mm-hmm. and it was just one of those things that because Vader could wield it with one hand, like that was a thing. And I understand and I get it. You know, when you're creating a story, you know, there's. There's little things that you try to do, you know, to like like Doug said, you know, world build and create all these all these things, you know, in the story. But when I saw Phantom Menace, oh, these motherfuckers could move like this. Mm. <laughs> I was oh. like, what? No way. That's why I was more blown away Misa by like so that. Surprised. <laughs> just to, just to add that stain back to your memories, or I want that as a soundbite. <laughs> and it's just one of those things. The whole fight scene with. With uh, Maul and and Qui Gon and and Obi Wan, I'll, I'll I'll never forget that. By the that. way, fucking Duel of the Fates is a goddamn never, best never. Yeah, yeah, that's just one of the <laughs> while they were swinging over each other's yeah. heads. <laughs> me, me and Rudy have this ongoing joke, you know, of 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 when when Darth Maul is trapped in those red laser things and just seeing seeing Qui-Gon just meditating and Darth Maul is just sitting there first of all he tested it yeah yeah that shit just blew my mind I was like he was really trying to get his ass but but it was just one of those things just just him pacing back and forth <laughs> like 
that's just our joke. Like when we see things that we want or anything that's out there, we're just like <laughs> pacing back and forth. We're doing the Darth Maul. Oh yeah. <laughs> but it's but but that that battle, not gonna lie, hands down, had me thinking that when we used to have these arguments, you know, about Star Wars characters, like who could beat who. Like I said, because I started with well, not not really, but like I said, I watched the original and then I got into Phantom Menace and, and that blew my mind. And because I saw that, we used to have these arguments, you know, about Maul and Vader and all this stuff. And because I was a young Star Wars Padawan who didn't know much about Star Wars, I used to think, I was like, Darth Maul will kill Vader. I was like, there's no way, you know, we used to have these verses, you know, and it was just, just this thing. I was like, nobody could convince me because I was like, he can't handle the way how Maul moves. I was like, there's no way. But, you know... I had to humble myself. <laughs> and it's just one of those things. You just have to know Star Wars lore and and the books and the video games. And it's just one of those things, you know, Phantom Menace Jermaine was so wrong. Yeah. So it was just one of those things where I was like, uh, you know, my young ignorance, you know, about Star Wars and the force and all that stuff. I mean, I didn't know better. I forgive you because this was before <laughs> before we met. Um, <laughs> like I, I can't I can't ding you, you I can't ding you for anything you had happened before our relationship began. I met Rudy, and the amount of things he knew about Star Wars, I immediately went home and grew out like a mini ducktail and pet <laughs> fucking braided my shit. I, I was um, his Padawan. I have a quick prequel story though. Um, I remember when they came out. I was oh so fucking excited. That trailer. So excited. Yeah. Um, I remember because, you know, you couldn't reserve seats back then. So I forget how old I was. I think it was it was in high school or about to leave high school, whatever. I was somewhere in there. I remember being the, the mule. Like, I, I went to the theater <laughs> in the morning, got the tickets, and then just stood there for eight hours to make sure the family had proper seats. And I remember getting out. I got home before my mom and rick did and everyone else and i remember just going into my room and grabbing one of my lightsabers i had them back then and just running around just swinging it out teenager i don't care i still do i do that shit today I say, oh, yeah. yeah i do just that shit turned. today but uh and i was just I was, I was so high off of it and my mom came in and it looked like she was attending a funeral like she was like i'm sorry i'm like what are you sorry about that we saw the same movie right i'm like yeah it was the greatest fucking thing i've ever seen She's like, oh, and then she just left. <laughs> and then I sat with it. I sat with it for a couple of years and I'm like, damn, that really wasn't that really wasn't the, the greatest Star Wars movie I've ever seen. I mean, the ending was, was awesome. That probably was writing that I, high yeah. for, uh, for a cool last minute. Yeah. <laughs> I can see her face. <laughs> but I, but I just, and like, the walk off. <laughs> that shit just caught me. She was like, I'm sorry. I'm like, Sorry for what? Oh that was my. awesome. <laughs> well, that was awesome. Uh, the optimism of youth. Yeah. For real. Oh, man. That is comedy gold. <laughs> I was, love that. It was interesting because, I mean, I'm sure someone else had done a prequel, but that was the first time, like, I mean, the whole, the word was relatively new. Like, everyone was like, what is this? A, a prequel? And then, like, just explaining. And so, I, I think when I watched the movie, Phantom Menace, I couldn't help but just, like, try to piece it into like the the, the future stories the, mm -hmm. the the original ones and 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 so going back to I, I think the big thing that stood out to me right away was just i had no idea that that's what the jedi council was 
I had no idea that they were tied into politics. I didn't know that they were a big thing because, I mean, I didn't read any of the books. All I had was the original trilogy where, again, Han Solo was like, oh, that hokey religion. Like, they really made it out that the Jedi were kind of this, like, group that were off. Like a cult. You know, like a cult, like, you know, off on some, like, unpopulated planet when they came out and saved the day. Like, that was my envi- like vision for him. Mm-hmm. So, so much of watching Phantom Menace was like, oh, like, okay, this... Like, okay, it's different. Like, okay, I can live with it. And then Anakin, you know, he was, oh, he was the greatest star pilot I ever knew when I found him. I think uh, Obi-Wan said that to Luke. And it was like, oh, no, he was a whiny kid, a slave. (laughs) And and like, so like things like that stood out to me Mm -hmm. while watching it. But I think it was still ultimately like, yeah, that was was pretty good. And the the Duel of Fates was enough enough to continue to talk about that movie and watch Mm -hmm. that movie again. Even before uh, I had seen the movie at nine years old, um, I remember my, my brother who was who was your guys' age. Actually, you're a year older than he is. Mm-hmm. Um, and, As and you should be. I, I didn't understand a prequel. I didn't understand the story before the already pre-established story. So, like, Star Wars was already kind of sort of in the, sort of in the lexicon, and I understood Vader and understood Luke, and, and Vader was Luke's uh, father. And I remember, dude, I distinctly remember my brother showing me the poster of uh, little Anakin and then his shadow. Oh, yeah. Was Vader. And I was like, <gasps> but he's a cute little kid, you know. Yippee. <laughs> <laughs> it's working. So now, this is genocide. <laughs> I mean, pod racing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know we're, we're running late. So, one last question. If you guys were Jedi, would you want to be more saber or would you go martial or more force users? What, what style would you want to go for force? I would love to have that connection to the living force, but fucking lightsaber work is just so cool. Yeah. I definitely have to have the saber. Yeah. I, I play, uh, I think I mentioned, uh, I started a VR game called synapse. I finally unlocked like full telekinetic powers in the game where you can grab someone. You don't have mm-hmm. a blade, you have a gun, mm-hmm. but you know, prior to that, I was using my gun. I was getting really good at it. As soon as I got the telekinesis powers, like a uh, bad guy would pop up and I would grab him and throw him to the ground, yeah. drag him to me and shoot him in the head. Mm-hmm. Or I would pick someone up and drag him to me and shoot him in the head. It's like, yeah, I think like you don't really, if you're really good at the force, you don't mm-hmm. need the blade. You can just grab someone. Like I would totally be like Vader when he threw the guy. Oh, that's the other thing from Ahsoka. When Balin uh, first started like slice dicing, yeah. that was mm-hmm. absolutely like a callback mm-hmm. to Vader from oh, Rogue One. For sure. I mean, he even lifted someone up and just sliced him in half. Like, after playing Synapse, I realized, like, you know, I'd probably be that kind of force guy. Like, just like, yeah, I'll throw someone into the wall, drag him to me, like, slice, slice, cack, cack with the. Uh, <laughs> Don't I'd difference. even want, like, a little dagger lightsaber just to make it even more insulting. Like, slice him. <laughs> <laughs> I would be the, the same way. The only difference in my, my style, my technique, is it wouldn't be all the hand waving, it would just be hip thrusting. Oh, there you go. <laughs> That's how I focus it. Just hold them up in the air and just kind of like give them the wiggle and then just bring them down. Do you want to take it after that? <laughs> I think, I think that's a good to, uh... <laughs> or should I just fucking put a button on it there? The force is strong with this one. Uh, let, let Ruby yeah. put a button on it with his uh, force hip thrust. No, I, I, love, I love Isaac's rappos. I live for them. Oh, don't be naked. Put the pressure on me. <laughs> He's like, oh, I was about to do it, but uh, yeah, I was. Do I it. was. And, 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 that, that, and that's as good a point as any. And I'll so wrap it up. That, no, putting that force thrust in once. Uh, that's a good place as any. 
to end on the Star Wars discussion. It's a, it's a big world. It's a vast discussion. Put away your lightsabers. Put away your... Don't look at me. Don't look at me while I'm doing this. <laughs> no, <I'm sorry. laughs> Um, I was going to add. I'm sure. I'm sure we'll have another Star Wars episode. No, we are for sure going to have another Star Wars conversation because we. I mean, we. We're going to have to wrap Ahsoka series. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, we, we were talking mainly like how we were introduced and stuff like that, and like this. Okay, and like the original trilogy is a little bit of the prequels, but we haven't even touched on like the other sequel. What well, I, I think we'll we'll wrap oh, Ahsoka true, yeah. and then we'll fucking start fighting about the sequels. Yeah. Bet. All right. So uh, check us out on our Instagram or TikTok at Say Less Hypertech. <laughs> If there's anything we missed, uh, comment. Uh, to your mother. Comment on our page. We will shout you out like we did at the beginning of this episode, or hit us up at the DMs if you're shy about it. I'll go back to my normal normal sign off of uh, keep the conversation going. Star Wars is an easy, easy thing to keep talking about, and and please DM us or comment any Star Wars story you want to tell your favorite, whatever, what color your lightsaber would be. Just uh, hit us with all of it. You want to talk to some Star Wars trivia? Like, jump into my DMs and I'll bore you to death. Quick pop quiz! What species is Darth Maul? Fuck! <laughs> God damn it. I thought you were going to have that one. He's, he's fucking no, rapid. No, 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 no. He's, he's from Gathmere. Fuck. Give he's, him time. Give him time. <sighs> No. Man, I was gonna throw that in. Fuck! Like when you guys are talking about Darth Maul's, like he's gonna know this shit. No, he's gonna fucking you handle fucking, it. You got me. You got me. I know what it is. I just I can't think of the name. I do. I'm in my advanced age. I'm, I'm you, forgetting shit like that. Do you want to do editing magic and <laughs> and look it up? I real know quick? what it is. Fuck! I know what it is. Darth Maul. Because I thought I it's, honestly I thought I was throwing you as easy. Almost one. sounds like his name. Starts with the first two letters. Do you want to just tell you? Darth. <laughs> with his, with his, with his, with Darth or Maul? Da. He's a Zabrak. That's what it was. Oh, I got Dathomirian. He's from Dathomir. That's the oh. name of the planet. Oh. The name of the species is Zabrak. Z a b r a k. I fucking knew that. I knew that. Oh, okay. Oh, 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 yeah. So, yeah, one of the people people also ask is Darth Maul a Dathomirian Zabrak? And species is Dathomirian Zabrak. Real quick, pop quiz. Oh, Jesus. Oh. Real quick, pop quiz. What species is Darth Maul? He is a Zabrak. He's a horned Zabrak. No, you know it. Like From a horned, Death, like Death a horned toad. Hey, guys, check us out on wherever <laughs> podcasts are found. Like, rate, and review us. Oh, yeah. Let us know what your favorite Star Wars movie is. You know, did you watch Ahsoka? Did you like it? Hit us up. Check us out every Friday. Same hype time. Same, same hype channel. channel. And may the force be with you. Hi, and also with you. <laughs> Suck off. <laughs> <laughs>